This podcast recorded live in the Urban Fly Company studios. And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. I'm Jason Thompson. Across the table, we have Urban Fly Company's Mark Burns. To my left, big man on the board, Chris Sims. And the man with the horseshoe up his keister, Jim Franklin. Uh, in our second segment tonight, we're going to have uh, Chad Bauer come in. Uh, the old host of the show, he's going to join us, and uh, can't wait to catch up with him. Uh, and in our third segment, we will have Shane O'Toole join him and Chris for a segment of our Smoker's Corner. Um, we got a jam-packed night for you, and uh, here's some of the topics we're going to be talking about. Uh, Jim caught a muskie with Mark, a real muskie. Very nice muskie. I uh, can't wait to hear about that. Uh, Mark's too legit pike. Um, we're going to talk a little tonight's drinks, and that'll be our first segment. Uh, our second segment, Chad Bauer comes in and sits with, in with us. We'll go into our Smoker's Corner, uh, Mentored Youth Day. I've talked to a few kids. They all seem very excited, so I am too. Um, we have the FT3 in Franklin. We'll get into that a little bit, and uh, if the show makes it that far, we're going to go off the rails. Uh, but before we get to all that... Who sponsors the show, Mark? We got Sims Fishing. Their new Freestone lineup just hit. It's nice. From top to bottom, waders, shoes, jackets, everything. The whole new line's out on the Freestone. A-Rex hooks, the uh, new S10 Clouser. Really nice saltwater hook. So if you're doing even like mini Buford's, bigger Buford stuff for stripers, just really nice saltwater hook there. Yeti, built for the wild. Cortland, we've all done some looking on their website. And if you're like Jay and you're really into Euro-nymphing, there's a lot of stuff for you on there. The oh rest God. of us, I know Chris picked up some fluoro. Yep. Got some wire. And pike. The, the pike musky lines are from, they're awesome. Time of the year, intermediate, sink four, sink eight. Check them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a sink four, the musky sink four, and I've got the I got the short sink nine. Would you go 500? Yeah, I went the 12 and then with the What'd compact. you get on the compact, 502? Yeah, it's the 12 plus. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I got them both. I'm definitely cool. going to be getting a six-weight line, sinking line, real quick. So. I got my eyes on one of them five weight combos, and I've been looking at all of the apparel. I'm gonna fill my closet up. <laughs> they got a lot of good stuff on there. They do. It's a nice shirt. Yeah. yeah, that's actually the exact shirt that me and Mark were talking about the other day. That's I bet a it's a little nice big shirt. for you, though. I'm sure that one. <laughs> this one, <laughs> this one, one might not fit you. It'd be like a nightgown on you. <laughs> Snuggy. Friends of the show, we've got Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management. Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our friends over at Muskie Fool, and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. So, let's get into this this muskie. I'm at work. Uh, it was cold. It was a very cold day. I'm surprised you guys were even, you know, out there. That, well, was, a, that was a cold day. I know. I was even walking to the truck. I was whining and crying. Well, starting that morning, yeah, we were like, there's no sense leaving right in the morning. We said, you met at what, 8.30? Yeah. I think we can get on the water until just after 10 o'clock. It was, what, 22 degrees? Uh, it was 17 in the morning by the time Ooh. like we got there and the sun was up. Yeah, it was like 24, 25. Yeah, it was very It was chilly. probably 10, 30. Yeah, we're on the water. I never even did look to see what time we took that picture out. But it was somewhere. Are you guys de-icing your guides or doing anything to keep them mm. not icy? No, no they weren't bad. It wasn't too bad that day. The sun was enough to, to help everything along once, you know, started getting into the float and everything. So you guys got in the Mark's raft and started on down the river. 10.57, so yeah, we launched at 
So 10.30, yeah. We launched out. Uh, first, you know, 10 minutes into the float, I moved a little itty-bitty pike. Came up and missed it twice on the retrieve, and then I had him go, you know, six or seven times in the in the figure eight. That was didn't, a cool one. Never seen a little pike yeah, like that go that many rounds not, in the eight. Did not want to eat it. Though. I mean, he tried, but just like, couldn't get to it. He wouldn't follow it around. Like, he would kind of, but then he would, like, go around, and he'd, like, shoot a corner and, like, try to whack it and, like, miss it. But uh, ended up missing him, and then, like, 10, 15 minutes later. Uh, there well, was wait, before you get to that. What was left in your truck this morning or that morning? Oh, uh, the uh, the big net, the bigger net. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I think the number was I was like, if there's anything over forty, we're screwed. That was that was fun. It was, was a very very interesting. <laughs> is that is that of the boat? There was it seemed like there was a small bit of net debacling. You know, not being able to put the fish into the net, and no. that was because you didn't have a the the right net. Correct. Okay, because I saw I'm like, man. And Mark, he could have probably tried to pick it up there, but his big fish, I don't know, where the, where the hell is that net coming from? Even, he even told me, he goes, if I lift this fish up in this net, he goes, I'm going to break your net. So I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll just keep the fish in the water, bring bring the hoop all the way up to the front of the boat and held on to it. But um, back into the, the actual fish itself. So moved that little pike, did his little figure eights, which that was pretty cool. About 10, 15 minutes later, we get a little further down. And uh, there's a submerged log that's down there. You could just barely see the top out of it. So I threw right across the backside of it, stripped it a couple times, had it about eight, ten feet off the bank, and uh, just felt big thud. At first, I was like, man, I had to have hooked straight into Was that it log. in the pause or was it in the strip? It was in the pause. Yeah, it was in the pause because on my next strip, I felt just you could feel that little bit of resistance. And I pulled in and got it really, really tight, and then I just felt that one head shake and it. I just strip set right into it, and <laughs> it was game on. I could feel that fish immediately once I hooked it, and as I made a couple strips and actually was able to see the fish in the sunlight, oh, yeah. That's the best feeling, that first head shake mm-hmm. or that, like, initial, like, open white mouth, like, when they first hook. That's the best. Yeah, big old mouth wide open head shake as he's pulling up. And uh, fought him over all the way to back to one side of the raft, and – he took me all the way back around to the other side of the raft, and then it was game on battling an oar and using a little <laughs> net trying to get a 40-plus-inch fish into it. Well, the first time he dug, I thought I could get him, and as soon as I went, he, like, shot down underneath the net. And then I reached out past the oar, and when he got in it, and I went to lift it, I'm like, oh, it's going to break right in half. And then we're really screwed. So that's when I, like, dropped it back down. And I'm like, you got to give me a little help here. Yeah. He sat down and, like, kind of pulled him in. Well, whenever I came around the front side of the boat, I had uh, all my loose line that I had that I stripped back. It wrapped right around the front of the horn of the raft. Uh, it was I, I could feel everything. Everything, everything was tight, so I'm I'm trying my best to, to keep the fish pinned, and it ended up working out. We put the fish in the net and just breaking PB after PB this year. Like mm-hmm. Jay said, I got the horseshoe right now. So he hasn't changed his undies or that fly all year. He's keeping <laughs> so, that horseshoe so in, and he's not moving that fly. With that, like, uh, <clears throat> what was your, uh, you know, what was the tr- retrieve? You know, this time of year, was it real slow? You got, you dragging it through there? I mean, I knew you know you threw it right on top of this fish's head and kind of got it where it was hanging out. Yeah, I mean, right now, with it being cold, I mean, I, I'm trying to, with it being spring. And do whatever the hell Mark tells you to do, but Yeah, yes. well, I mean, that too, but I mean, with the, water, with the water warming up, I mean, slowly, gradually getting a little bit more speed to the retrieve. But for the most part, it's still. get above 36. 
Yeah, but still, I mean, it's Might be better than, Alaska. you know, 10 degree <laughs> days that we're going out hoofing it, walking around. Yeah. So, I mean, but really, I'm just mainly focusing on those pauses. So, a couple twitches, let it sit, sink, pull fly, it back, a couple f- twitches. And the fly that you haven't changed? Oh, my uh, my white bulkhead deceiver with my with my lime green tail. Nice killer. Oh, man, it's a money. It, I mean, I hooked five fish with it so far this year. I mean, landed three, but it put five fish on the end of the line. If it ain't that broke, a, don't fix it, man. That was a yeah. solid fish. I mean, we didn't tape it. It was a... Jacked up situation. We couldn't get out of the boat, and right, I'd give it like thirty three, eighteen ish. It was fat. It was a good fish. Had a big, big head on it. So what? But what was the? What was the finishing taping? We didn't tape. As I said, we're oh no taping. Okay, give or take around there. She's no. beautiful though. It man. was big. Yeah, I was seen nice your fish. You, you you had the biggest smile I've ever seen you have on oh, your face man. ever. That was a that was a cloud. Ten and a half feeling. No, it's like as soon as he hooks that fish and he did everything, started pulling that fish, started thrashing and coming in. Like immediately, it was like, oh man, not, not that big. Like this thing ain't gonna fit in this <laughs> net. Like my heart sunk. My, how am I gonna get this fish in this net? It like when it was in there, it was like curled up. So it was You're like, just yeah, gonna it's gonna make quick work. Bear, bear claw it real quick, Mark. I've done that, and I not with this one. I didn't want it to. It's, that, that was barrel rolling at the boat too mm-hmm. much. That fish just like as soon as I got to the side there and wanted to go to the net, it was just barrel. You had a good hype man in the boat, too. Michael's a real oh, good yeah. hype man. Jimbo. You, you, should, you should hear the unedited version. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to. Yeah. Later on. Later on. Awesome. Yeah, so, it was a real nice fish. With the, uh, with the fish being caught, you know, so early in the float, and you've seen another fish, you know, you're pretty much, you guys are pretty much riding cloud nine at that point. You know what oh, I mean? He went the straight of the boat, to the oars. Yeah, yeah, did he? Not <laughs> even one more cast. <laughs> I didn't even say nothing. I just kind of like, yep, today's your first day, buddy. Get back there. Yeah. Well, you're rowing. So I got to uh, really practice rowing. So I'm a little sore in some places that aren't usually sore, which that feels good. But at the same time, ow. How was, uh, how was the rowing situation for you? I'm going to let Mark answer that one. <laughs> how was the Why? rowing situation for him, Mark? Yeah. He be he. That's that's his situation. He's Chad. He needs Chad. Yeah. Not you yelling at him. Yeah. yeah. You co- uh, you you, you did good. Me, you coached me through muscle failure once though. That was good. Oh yeah, because at that point we had a log coming up that was going to poke a hole. Winds, winds, like, no. no, I mean all things considered, yeah, you did do well for learning. And that's like even like with Michael, he made some stupid gas, and I was like, dude, not not in this situation. I was like, you don't do that. You don't. With me rowing, it's one thing. I was like, but for him to try to slow this boat down right now. He's got 30 feet now to get back to where your fly is back up current now. So, I mean, you did well, though. The wind kind of got you, and I think it's like everybody kind of sees, like, when you're on the boat, like, how it is and, like, how you hold it. But what it, that's a little maneuvering that keeps you there. And then it's like, okay, I'm right where I need to be. And then you let off for a second, and now you're 100 yards down because what you had to do to reshift from that little time you took you off – pushed you in and then you couldn't get reset back out and then you couldn't get that level so it's the little maneuvers there you'll like start picking up to like keep on like the little things like keeping the oars in making small movements with them so you maintain that distance and not lose it yeah i definitely got a newfound respect for for you rowing 100 percent. well you'll st- you'll start 
making movements before you won't be reacting to everything. You'll be making things happen before any of the stuff happens. So then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you describe it? And that's what yeah. Stop overcorrecting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I told him. I was like, listen, <laughs> when I'm telling you something, don't st- like stop to think. Start moving your hands because your motion, you're going to need to get a motion or two to get the boat moving. Even if you're not doing the right thing, you've got the boat in motion at that point while you're processing. Just start doing something. Move. Well, that was the first thing I ever, when I learned to row, Chad wasn't so nice, you know, and I almost right into a log jam, uh, sent us, and, you know. I would it was, say I was so nice. It was, uh, <laughs> I want, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I was, what do you want me to do? I don't care, but do something. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. At one point, I'm like, I'm trying, Mark. He's like, I know, I understand, I get it, but you got to do what the hell I'm telling you to do. <laughs> and then at, that was the point where I got coached through muscle failure. I'm already nudged up to the bank, and then now we're back out in the middle of the river. You like, did. Right All now. of a sudden, like three pushes. Yeah. It's like, there you go. That's what you took 10 to do before. That's what you need to be doing. That, mm-hmm. that, do that. Rowing out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> and now Mark's got that high back chair. Uh, which is a lot nicer. I mm-hmm. rode. I rode when the low back chair, into that steady thirty mile an hour oh, wind. Oh man, that day was bad. That was awful. White capping upstream. Yep. I've, I've never heard you go. I just need you to row. <laughs> <laughs> Not. It's your turn. I just need you to do it. It was. It was bad. But fun. Gotta love it. Rafts oh, yeah. are great, but boy, that wind kills you. Huh? Oh yeah. And it doesn't take much. It's just a little bit from the wrong angle kind of gets the ass end wanting to swing on you. And then if you don't go ahead and have the correction already in place on, you know, your riverside or boom, you're starting all back over. You're eight feet from the bank and you're spinning around and back rowing back off. And it's learning, like you said, learning the maneuvers before. It's like you're not thinking about it because you already know. Like, okay, this is happening. I know what the boat, you, you'll reach a point where when the boat's moving, your arms are moving. You're not even thinking about it. Because it's like driving. You see where the cars are, your, your hands are moving. It's just it's automatic to it. And that's like your arms will start doing what, like the same thing. It's like a zero turn. Yeah. It's almost like yeah, using a zero kind of turn. Very you know? counterintuitive. Very you know, much you, so. As soon as you like, you know, run that's a zero turn or any, any kind yep. of anything like that. It's like a video game, anything like that. You do it for long enough. You're going to learn all the, all the motions, all the movements. And then once you get good at those, then you could learn a few other tips and tricks and like crab walking and different things to keep yourself in position. And while there is no current or there is current and a lot of wind and there's a lot of things that you could learn along the way as well to make you a lot better, but you just get that first, you know, initial, a lot of people that I see, they have a, a thought that they've already been in kayaks and canoes and they want to paddle and rowing's not paddling, you know, it's totally different. And especially when you're trying to fish and, and row, now you don't want speed usually. You want to be able to let people fish, spend time in a section, you know, back row, buy people time to get cast in in certain situations, and definitely a lot to it. But you know, it's it's fun. One, it's it's almost a whole nother thing to learn to go along with the fishing. I know I I, I felt like, and once I can really do it well it felt it feels good it's like a good it's like a golf swing or like a good cast you know you've like oh man i perfect that's perfect okay you know you i love it now I mean, yeah I much i much rather spend time on yours anymore i do it just i get to watch two flies going you get to learn from two of them one do this one do that you see what's you know they're doing it the right way you're getting to watch two flies swim it's not to mention you know once you find your way you can start to heckle people 
You know, it's the heckle chair. You get to heckle people from that chair. Yeah, I think he was like two rows in. I was like, yeah, you're, you're not going to front row at all today. So forget that. We'll do that a different day. Today is only back rowing. <laughs> <laughs> back row only. Yeah. So, Mark, all all, I want to hear about this uh, a little bit of pike you were talking. You were pretty passionate about uh, a couple of pike you were looking at the other day. Yeah, well, we talked about it last Sunday. And then the next day, you peeled out of work early. And you're like, hey, I'm going to leave. Do you want to go fish? Like, all right, yeah. Let's go see what the pike are doing. Because that day, the day before, you went, and you're like, there's nothing there. I'm like, something ain't right. It's like, I was there the day before, and there's a ton of fish. I don't know how they would have just, it wasn't a cold. If it was an overnight cold, I get it. So we went in, and we're like 30 feet, and I was like, fish, 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 fish. We're like, bump, bump, we're going down, and we're, we're casting a little bit, and we're going through, and then we get down towards the middle, and I'm like watching a couple fish move around. And then I hear, <laughs> like echoing through the woods. And you could tell by the splashing of a fish that's a good one. And Jim's like 80 yards up. Look up. His arms are up in the air. <laughs> Lose one. Yeah. <laughs> Did a backflip like a tarpon man and threw it. Really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, it was a ton of commotion. So we work our way back up, and he does it again. Probably, I don't know, 20 minutes later. Hooks into another fish, flashing all around, kicks the fly. So we're working our way back up through. You spot another one. You're working on that fish. And I walk up. I'm like, all right, I know this spot's going to have fish in it. And I stop, and there's like a big root knuckle. And I look up. And as soon as I look up, comes like a upper 30s pike with another one. you got to be kidding. And as soon as they go to make the bend around it, there's a little male with them. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Make the cast. All three of them come flying into the fly. Feel the thump, set, and here comes a little one shooting right out of the middle of both of the big fish. So, yeah, I've never been so mad to catch a pike as I was in that one. Little feller. Little feller. He was a dank, nah, I mean, 18, 19. But in comparison to the other ones, oh, my God, just yeah. absolutely dwarfed them. But. A lot of big females that day. Yeah, I think they kind of made it. I saw it. For the most part, they were all single, but we did see one pair. And then them, that one there, it was chasing them two down. But one was sitting pair, and it's like, yeah, keep walking. But they didn't, they weren't acting like they were. They were in, like, a weird spot. And, like, as soon as you came by them, they, they don't know. Got cold, fish backed out, and they are all gone. So, yeah, I don't know whether they came in, did your thing, they're going to come back, or they're all done now. But we saw a lot of fish. So you, don't lot. See, so you don't see as many muskie run up through there as they, as the pike and everything else. And, and you would think that they would, just being it's all, us, you know, they're all coming out of the same lake, per se. Can't imagine there's enough of them in there, too, anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But mm -hmm. no, I mean, I don't know that I've ever he I heard of one being caught in it. I haven't. You? No. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You know, I mean, the hybrids all come up through yeah, there. Everything. <laughs> everything else. It gets bashed. White in the bass, summer. you know. White yeah. bass, yeah. shad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you go up there in a shad run, you can literally walk across the water. It's ridiculous. It is mm -hmm. all black. Oh, yeah. When you walk in, like, they're just thumping your legs the whole time. You can reach down and just grab. I em. took a net just jacking around and seeing and literally scooped 20 some. Like, if you're like a dead bait person in the winter through ice on tip ups, oh boy, you can load up there. Yeah, I've never, I've never fished it. It's interesting because it's either good or it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's either on or not, and it's yeah. funny because the uh, the hybrids they'll make runs, regardless of you know time of year, just yeah, because just of the high water. Yeah, it's water. You're fishing that water strictly pushing on a flood. And yeah, 
But like yep. now with that rain, it just turns to mud for a while and you can't see crap. I mean, they, they catch fish blind casting and it's doable, but with a fly, it's, it's tough. I mean, we can, you can sit there all day and try it and it never works, but I'm sure at some point it would, but spotting them and then casting to them. Yeah. We're getting a warm up though here in the next couple of days and. It looks like for the rest of eternity <clears throat> until next, so. until the next freezing cold uh, winter comes in November. With a straight week of rain coming here too. Good old mud season. Yeah. yeah. It's been raining lately anyway, though. We haven't had, I mean, we've had snow, but we've. this is the, the weakest snow year we've ever had. Oh, for sure, in quite a while. I mean, yeah, last I, year we had a few good snows last year. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, we were not going to work one day. I never put the plow on my tractor this year. I never had to plow. I could have plowed one day, but the next day was going to be like yeah, 50 degrees. Warm right yes. back up. So you're like, amp. Eh. I'm going to save that $8 yeah. a gallon diesel. They got a lot north. <laughs> A lot of them kept going north, and they mm-hmm. got pounded with a bunch of yeah, snow up there. Yeah, they did a couple. Yeah. That's even like what's screwing us now with our waters. All that rain that came down through just pushed all that snow down. Yeah. No blame. Yeah, the big river is toast. She's pumping. Yeah. How muddy is it? Real muddy. Mm-hmm. Real muddy. Well, hopefully we don't get too much rain this week, and the uh, Mentor Youth Day goes off you know, as planned for all of us to have our kids out there. I know there's going to be a lot of us there. Um, I want to talk, uh, we'll get into that a little later, but uh, talk a little bit about the video setup we have here just for about just a minute or so. Jim came in with another box full of stuff today, and now his place is all wired up. So talk a little bit about it. What, what What's the, you know, just, we don't have, you know, don't have to go too far, but. Yeah, well, uh, we're running two wide angle cameras here with uh, some external batteries. So we got plenty of juice. We got plenty of SD memory and. We're posted up nice and high with one tripod to get one angle, and we got another one over here focused over by the board and looking right at me. It's gonna that's right gonna, dude. At you. It's gonna have the the widest. Just oh my god, my nose is gonna it's gonna look giant. Wait, no, your you, eyes are just gonna look really small. Wait till you <laughs> see the blue. Oh, <laughs> well, either which way. I mean, you know, they they play into Shadowed each other. back in there. They they play to each other. One helps the other look bigger. Wait, so, till, we're gonna make some sick gifts out of you. Yeah. So well, what's that, the uh, what's the plan with the video? Well, uh, I think that you know most people really. I I seen a lot of good feedback from some podcasts that are running videos, and people really do like being able to to see and sit in. So I think we're gonna we're gonna go down the YouTube approach with it. We're gonna try to get a full YouTube channel up and running, and try to post to that as much as we can. Awesome. Plus, we'll be able to, um, if you want to see like a lot of the other content stuff, too, I'm sure we'll post a lot of that stuff on the channel as well, too. So whenever you're hearing us talking about most of this stuff, maybe it gives you a way to at least know, see firsthand what we're talking about. Super. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm going to have to start wearing a silly hat or something with a GoPro attached to it like Jim does. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any other way to not look so silly when you're running your GoPro? I have a, I have a shoulder rig. So it sits right here, like a parrot. Yeah, like a parrot, but it but lower. So it, it mounts uh, where your where your peck and your delt meet, and then it, it's just it's it's almost flush with your shoulder, uh, and that way you don't have to wear a chest rig or the goofy looking hat rig that Jim wears. The hats are all right, man. Compared to like a regular head mount, I definitely I prefer the hat. But still, any way you cut it, man, you have a GoPro on your head, you can feel that weight up there. I bet. I bet. So cool. And when I slip and go crashing down, 
It's going to, I'm going to, you know, helmet, helmet goes down, hat goes down. I'm going to have to strap it onto myself with an actual helmet. All my pictures with fish are now going to be with me with like a biker's helmet on with a GoPro strapped to the top of it like a dope. Oh, it's going to be great. This is going to be wonderful for Jay. Get you a whitewater rafting helmet with a mount on the front of it. There you go. That's that's gonna, that's going to be me. I'm, I'm going to look like an idiot out there, but hey, we're going to get some good good videos. Mark and I are going to get a pair of helmets anyway because there's there's some water we need to hit. Yeah, I got to get one of those too. That uh, you, I'm, I want a helmet for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Maybe I'll just hire a dad to learn how to run the camera. Or maybe I could just video him. Maybe that'd be even be easier. Hell with it. He's a better fisherman anyway. There we go. I've solved it. 2023. It's going to be a great, great year, though. I feel like we're going to get a lot of good content this year. Awesome. You all right over there? Yeah. That's <laughs> slam your knee up. <laughs> no, my pants, were st- my, my pants were stuck down in my, f- my shoe. And I was like, damn. T- tried pulling them out of there. My f- hand slipped. Sorry about that. Um, you know, hey, that... We're uh, going to take a little break. Uh, we're going to have uh, Chad come sit in with us. He's sitting right over there judging me this whole this whole last little process. And, uh, you know, he can uh, get into why he's gone and where he's going and what he's been doing. And we are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. What is going on, my good friend, sitting around this table this evening? I like hearing that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've said it in probably six months. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, it feels weird. It We're in a different atmosphere. Um, I, I dig what you guys are doing. I like the addition of Chris and the addition of Jim. Thank you, Jim, for letting me sit in your chair for the uh, the time being. Um, but God damn, it feels good to be back. Are we let's say God damn on the show anymore? Please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always hear Jay like curse and then say, sorry, I said fuck, guys. You know? <laughs> sorry, I said fucking fuck. Yeah. So. But yeah. It's good to have you on. Well, thank you very much. Um, So, you, I guess I'm not leading the show. You guys are leading the show. What's going on, guys? <laughs> no, no, Jay, this That's is your great. show. You, you're you're the, the, we're here with the, okay, the founder, the, the founder of the podcast, you know, the I mean, if it weren't for Chad, you know, texting me me and a couple other our buddies, uh, do you think we can make a podcast? This thing wouldn't be going right now. So This, this show has been through a bunch of iterations of people. Um, it sure has. We, we've had people come on. We've had people leave. I, I was talking to some of the original members today. Uh, Shalacy texted me. We were supposed to go elk, he- elk shed hunting today. Um it just didn't work out, and I was like, uh, there's no way I can make it to Belfont and then back to do the show again tonight at 5. I'm not going to happen, guy. So, but, yeah, when, what, Justin left, and Justin left, and we got Jace coming on, and Mark came on, and then I left, and then Chris and... Jim have I'm now... sorry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been feeding me so much bourbon tonight. <laughs> oh, we you, twisted your arm real hard. It, it takes it's really hard to get Chad to drink bourbon. He can especially have, a bunch of it. He can have my share tonight. Yeah, I'm going to. Believe me, I I drank all night Friday and then uh yesterday was a day of rest. So today I'm going to hit hard again. See, this is how it usually ends up for me. I usually get hammered on Friday, Saturdays of suck it up day and then Sundays I'm back to just getting tanked. Down here in the basement. For some reason, my wife let me lay on the couch all fucking day. And when wow. I wasn't laying on the couch, I was laying in bed. Wow. Yeah. It it was a real deal hangover day. And, I, I, oh, and you had my hard. kid, too. 
But your kid didn't come till after 8 p.m. Oh, you're already asleep by then. I went to bed at 9.30. <laughs> what do you think I so am? So did I, but sober. <laughs> I was not, or I was sober yesterday. So, uh, do we have any topics we want to hit on, guys? So, uh, well, I have I have let, a couple, unless unless the other guys have questions for you. Not for me to lead you in your own show. But no, what's no, I, I, I love it. No, I love it, Chad. I miss it. I miss it. I miss being able to sit over here in my own drunken stone stupor. And not have to say a word, but that's not the way it rolls anymore. I know. Uh, so, no, we could get a little bit into, uh, so, you know, the reasoning for your stepping away. You know, you were our fearless leader on this podcast. Okay. So, and, you know, it, it, it kind of was based around, you know, you, you and myself, you know, Mark, more or less. And, you know, just, you were the, you know, you were the reason it ran, though. So. Okay. So, I, I haven't told anyone this. I have not told my wife why the... Why I didn't want to do this anymore? Nobody. So, I got a new job. It's look at my look at my beard. See all these gray hairs. Fuck, it takes a lot out of me. And then my son, he's eight or nine years old. He's nine, I think. Um, <laughs> They're definitely nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and I've been doing more dadding than duding lately. And I just I didn't have enough time to to continue to make content and. I felt like if I couldn't make content myself, I shouldn't be on the show. I shouldn't be doing it. I would just be dead air. You know what I mean? Um, I've been doing a lot of shit in the great outdoors. Um, Fishing is not one of the things I've been doing. Um, I've been alive for 39 years, and fly fishing and white women have been what's been driving my life for 38 of those years. I married a white lady. So I couldn't change that, <laughs> but the the fly fishing I needed to broaden my horizons. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing outdoor stuff, um, and like I said, I love the camaraderie. I love you guys, and this was like the best thing to help me get through the week. But I felt like I was doing a disservice to the show. And then when Jay asked, "Can we keep it going?" You know, you're just kind of being a loaf on the log. Can we keep it going? I said, hell yeah, man. Get it going. Resurrect this motherfucker. Make it like the phoenix rising from the ashes and do it justice. Do it like it should. And I I am super proud. I'm a listener. Uh, I will not. You guys are going to miss one listener this week because I'm not listening to this bullshit. <laughs> 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 so um, that that is why I am no longer on the show. And... There, like I said, no animosity, no nothing. It's just uh, I I didn't feel like I could do the best for the show. It was funny because, you know, when I was talking to a lot of people, and especially at the Beast, I got a lot of, you know, a lot of people. That was in October. So we had kind of, you know, cooled it down for about a month and a half or so by then. And I... It was probably... Boy. Well, no, when Chad was here, we had one. And then that was about it. Yeah, that yeah. was the last one, Chad. So that was like last week of September, I think, is the last one we did. And then... But there we was, were... Yeah, there was, you know... Very month, scattered. It was... Yeah. And Through the summer, yeah. Yeah. People were kind of asking me, you know, and... Oh, we got... Like, my messaging was... Mine, too. And Brian Evans, you know... People were even commenting on posts. It was the, the point where, yeah, literally every, like, third post, I have a comment. When's SVS coming back? Ryan, every time I talk to him, SVS is dead. SVS is dead. That's how you know he's a good friend. Yeah, yeah I know. He, he did it. <laughs> he did it. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to make me do this. 
So, you know, it was it was a lot of push and poke and, you know, from people. And I was like, man, I, I think we could do it. And then when Mark said yes, you know, I was like, oh, hell. Well, I'm glad you did because it's like I've been so caught up with, you know, just the flies and everything. I haven't had time to just break anything away from it. And not that I didn't want to do it, but I didn't want to, like, poke at Chags. I knew how busy he was. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to mess with it because it's not. And then Jay brought up, let's get going. I'm like, yeah, let's. I'm ready to roll. Like I'm, I, I was excited when Jay got the idea back going. It's like, all right, let's do this. Everybody asked me, like, man, when you talked to Chad, was there animosity? Like, did like, you? Fuck yeah, he punched me right in the <laughs> yeah, face. He said, no, <laughs> fuck you. And it, I took it, took a left to the, I took it left to the eye. Well, to the nose because before it hit the eye. Hit yeah, the nose. I, I couldn't get past yeah, your nose yeah, to get your eye. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> God damn, I miss these nose jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I haven't even come up with any yet, or any good any good fat jokes yet, so don't worry, Chad. I, oh, I'll be nice worry. and polite. I wore a nice, slim-fitting shirt just so you could see my gunt and yeah. make some jokes. I think you look good. Thank you, buddy. But I no, I told everybody no. There, there's been <laughs> bear to bear, Chris approves. Uh, <laughs> that's why I like Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fat shave me like Jay does. Ah. Uh. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to keep you alive. Could you imagine the heat if Chris and I spooned like you and me do? Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chad would be dead if it weren't for me and PJ already. He would. He would. He would stop breathing in his sleep a long time ago. We're, we're, I'm, I'm out here for my friend to be alive so I can fat shame him for longer. So you want to hear a funny story? If you get skinny, I'll skinny shame you. Okay. You want to hear a funny story? Yesterday, you know, I said I did not do anything, but. Sleep on the couch and sleep in my bed. My wife was like, I got to take a nap, too. I was like, all right, let, let, let me snuggle you. She was like, I didn't get a goddamn minute of sleep because you were snoring in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I had my head on her head. And I was like, <laughs> You should have strapped my CPAP on me. Sometimes I, I tell her, I was like, let me put it on. You go to sleep, and I just want you to kink it just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards it goes... <laughs> when, when it hits that rev limiter, that you know I'm doing something right. <laughs> Chris, things to try with your CPAP machine That's in your right. life. I'll tell you what. I didn't know Chris, it had a rev limiter. Dude, <laughs> the first time... <laughs> <laughs> Last year, we go down to Muskie Max, and I walk in, and Chad had already been upstairs, and he is laying on the bed with his sheet completely over his head. It's like I walked in this book of morgue, and he's just completely under the sheet, and all yours. <laughs> That's the best part about the CPAP is we keep our bedroom at fifty. What the degrees. asphyxiation? So I can put the blanket totally over my head and still get fresh air. Fresh, cold air. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I would probably... Man, I, I'm going to have to try one of these CPAP machines. Hey, can I get one of these, Would Doc? I don't need one, but... At? What? What? Would you say you keep your bedroom at? 50. Wow. We had the furnace off for the last week in our bedroom. Yeah. That's chilly. Our, I, I, we, turned, I turned it on to 54 this, this morning. So uh, when Jay's daughter was keeping my son occupied, I could heat it up even more, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> but 54 is the perfect temperature for that, that activity. <laughs> yeah, we keep ours I mean, at are, 60. Are these things on? <laughs> Jay, is, Jay is speechless. He's so disappointed right now. 
I mean, I was double uh, hauling. I was how, double hauling so hard. I was double hauling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Chad, that sounds better. Chad, Chad was hanging, uh, hanging pictures. <laughs> Some something was definitely getting pegged. Hey, what happened to the basketball yeah, it was me. game? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not fixing the TV at this point. Shane's, Shane's, Shane's capable. So, Jay, do you have any more questions for me? Come on. Come on. I got a list of topics if yes. you don't have more questions. Come yes. on. Yes. So, Let's you said rolling. you've been in the outdoors, but you keep <laughs> you keep jumping around like a rabbit. I try to stay on a little bit of topic here, and you just keep going right around, and we can't keep on topic. So, you talked a little bit about why you stepped away. I'm going to talk about where you've been, what you've been doing. like, And I know you've been shooting some geese and shooting ducks and have gotten a little bit more into – because you have a dog and you've had your dog out and what went into you know maybe training your dog and getting the dog out and doing that kind of stuff and why you've been doing it. So that that's a main thing for me. I have a lab who's a year and a half old. He's, he's a good boy. He makes daddy so proud. Um, he's a big shithead. He's but a, he's he seems like he's really good in the field. He is really at home. He is a big shithead. <laughs> so, do you want to hear how big of a shithead he is at home? Sure. Last week, my neighbor's kid was over and said, "Do you think Ollie's big enough? I can ride on his back." And then, by the time I got out of the kitchen, like to tell him no, Ollie had turned that around and was fully mounting him, <laughs> <laughs> like just full pumping the side of this kid. I was, <laughs> <laughs> you can't ride him because he's riding you. Yeah. He's a 120, 120-pound dog. You know what? So I have an Air Lab all, or an Airedale also who just went through a heat cycle, and Ollie has been rutting, quote-unquote rutting, and he lost about 17 pounds because oh, he, he wouldn't eat. All he wanted to do was fuck that Airedale just like all day long. <sighs> So did I, it I happen made, or what? Are we going to have little Airedale puppies? No, 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 no. I made it through a year and a half without hitting this dog, without like physically hitting this dog, telling him no. Like I, I would tell him no, but I wouldn't like smack him, spank him. I kicked him in the ribs three times to get him off. He turned into a lovable rape machine. <laughs> you know, I, I that poor I ha- Airedale. I have to take. So this, is, so this is what this is what she has been doing. Instead of instead of <laughs> the, being on a podcast and fly fishing, he's been kicking I, dogs in the ribs and uh, trying to break up. I've them been stopping banging. rapes, is yeah, what I've been okay. doing. Yeah, <laughs> but I let him keep humping my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> let him get it out of his system on something yeah. he can't get pregnant. So, um, but let's go back to the hunting but, with him. But with the dog, um, we we have been doing a lot of goose hunting, lots of goose hunting, and. It's fun because I can do it in dry cornfields, and he loves swimming, but for some reason, dry cornfield goose hunting is, it's found a spot in my heart. It's awesome. And I feel bad, like I feel guilty when there's a Saturday and goose is in season, and I don't take him out hunting. I feel like he should be as rewarded to do his job as as I can, you know, as I can do. So, I... I did that all fall, all all fall, September first till. Excuse me, I got a burp. I know it sounds weird. Excuse me. Okay, uh, all fall. <laughs> Good push. But uh, and then we threw some duck hunting in in there. Um, I did a lot of deer hunting this year, a lot more deer hunting than I I ever did before. I shot 
two two deer in PA, buck and a doe, and uh, a Sika deer down in Maryland. So we're we're set for meat. We got tons of goose. My wife loves goose. That's believe, great. Believe it or not, she loves goose. So, um, and I brought some goose over today. Did you guys like it? Did you yeah, enjoy it? Yeah, it was, it was really very good. good. Really, really good. good. Yeah. Well, so, it uh, it but, it makes it better to kill those flying sky carp. No, keep going. No, keep going about your sky carp shooting and uh, like so. You're you're going out by yourself, just dry. You have no friends that you go with. You don't talk to people. No, no. Um, for real, I started with my neighbor Johnny and Ratchet Adam that I shoot archery league with, and then by the end of the season, I had acquired enough goose decoys and made a blind. Last day of the season, I'm gonna say I was the hunt leader because I got permission. Your brother-in-law Adam found the geese. I got permission. Brought my decoys. We made a blind. And we shot the first band of the year on the last day. Awesome. With, without help from other people. So it was it was fucking cool. It was like the best way to end the goose season. That's awesome. That's why I got out of goose hunting is I didn't have time to scout. I Yeah. We we had a guy that used to work at the prison. He worked he worked the night shift. So he'd go out in the morning, you know, at light and find mm-hmm. the birds and then uh he would get permission, so he'd get permission, and he'd do the scouting, and then we had the decoys and the blinds and everything. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, quit doing that because he went batshit crazy. From, uh, from too much driving around by himself in a pickup truck? I think it was the bottle of whiskey or two every day. <laughs> or two. Right. Yeah, it, it was While he was driving around in the pickup truck? It was bad, and then he stole some guns and... <laughs> That's no yeah. good. Yeah, it went it went it went south with him. So I don't have a scout. So uh <laughs> So what you're saying is when I find some birds, you want to come shoot them. Yes, I do. <coughs> yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. I could bring a dog that won't do anything other than ruin everything. So I'll just bring me. Can my dog fuck your dog? Uh, absolutely. I mean hump your dog? Sure. <laughs> I mean these things on. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll let it happen. She's pretty timid. So we uh we called the vet to get my dog fixed because we've just had enough of this. Ollie or the Airedale? Well, they're both going to get fixed, but Ollie, the lab, is going to get fixed. Um, and they said the soonest they could get him in is October. I said, what? That's a month in the goose season. Holy crap. We, we're going to wait till February if we're waiting until October because <laughs> I'm not putting my dog down for a month yeah. after surgery, you know, in the middle of goose season. Seriously. I go to the one up past you and it was like, I waited three months to get him in. Well, I went to Fetty because he. Okay. I I know we don't have good working relationship, but uh, he's he's a buddy of mine. So I like to. Where's that? Is that the one in Herman? It's right. the new one by Doctor Stigliano. Okay, no, not the one over by Honda. No, he used to be up there. Okay, that's the one who used to be up there by Honda store. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, I know you're yeah. talking about now. Yep. So, um. But there's two doctors across the street from each other. He was in the the one where there's a casino, like or gambling yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jay's gonna crush a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but dude, I was loving the cone. That was the best. <laughs> the cone. <laughs> oh yeah. But then the problem is it lasted like probably three days, and he destroyed the walls and every piece of everything around him. So we got the big bubble to put around him. 
I've, I've not seen the big bubble. Oh, it's like an inner tube. You can just put it around his neck, and it just goes right around his neck, like a huge inner tube. So then he, and after about a week of smashing that off anything, <laughs> it was about dead, too. And his dog's as oh, crazy as either of ours. Closet, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's still the dog that you found yeah. on oh, the side yeah. of the river? Yeah, it's an 80-pound husky Shaw Shepherd. Awesome. And full of energy. Took the nuts off? Oh, no. Still keep right on trucking. So do you... Are you able, with your tying business, to get him out and walk him on a consistent basis? No. No? Mm-mm. So he's just a ball of fucking energy He is really good until about 4 o'clock when my daughter gets home, and then all of that energy becomes released, and then my wife and daughter take him. Okay. Nice. That's like That's I said. <laughs> I took both my dogs today on two three-mile hikes. Oh, you got to. Yesterday, they took yeah. him to go play with my mother and father-in-law got a dog for Christmas. And he played for two hours, and he's been the most content since then. If not, oh, he's just, sure. oh, my God, he's bouncing. Up. That's why I said with your dog. We got to, like, bring him over to play with him. Sure. Because they both Absolutely. got the same kind of energy. Is he good with dogs? Yeah. My he's, dog he is loves great with just, dogs. He just runs around and just oh, jumps around. Dog, yeah. So, yeah. My dog gets yeah. along with every dog. Yeah, he's not mean he's at pe- all. He, he likes just, to pester, and he's very high energy. But he just wants to play with everybody. He's the same like yours is. Mm-hmm. He just wants to sit and jump and just wants you to pet him and then just keep jumping and jumping and just. But he doesn't realize he's massive. I took mine out back for a while today. Ran him around the house a few times and we we'll usually play ball for about thirty five minutes, thirty minutes until he's dead tired. And then then I walk him around the house, walk him around the house, whoop, just messed around a little bit like that. We got this thing where today. like he goes like right off the porch and then like I like jump like at him. And he just starts doing like, just sprints, wind sprints, getting the zoomies, and then, yeah, and then he'll come by, and I'll just keep like running after him. We'll do that for like ten minutes, and he just nonstop as fast as he can go. He's just doing like killers back and forth across. Like my yard is destroyed. Mm-hmm. It looks like someone got a four wheeler in it. It's ridiculous. It's all mud the whole way around. Like everything is just completely wrecked. So how does Sugar like him? Sugar's gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she. Oh boy, it's been a few months. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're good. It's, it's been a bit. Yeah. I know Sugar didn't like me. <laughs> she didn't like him at all. No. Not one bit. Hey, did she like really much of anybody? I feel like no. She liked about five people, and that was and it. She liked three of them lived in your house. Yeah. yeah. She loved Ashley. <laughs> my mom. No, she liked my dad. She about six people. Yep. That's about it. So we we met some or uh, a family last year during uh, minor league baseball. <clears throat> And they have two dogs, and we've become tight friends with them. And we have doggy parties. <laughs> so we'll go to the, the game lands out in Pulaski and just let our dogs run ape shit. For, we did it today. That's why I was late getting here. Uh, we let the dogs run. We walked six miles or three miles, like mile and a half down, mile and a half back. Oh, Jesse? Yeah, Jesse right. McAnallen. Yeah. yeah, your buddy. Um, I haven't seen him in years. He's, He's a, a great solid dude. dude. Oh, great dude. We used and to hunt a lot together. Good family. Yep. I, we we awesome thoroughly guy. enjoy hanging out with them. Um, but if we walk three miles, I think our dogs ran nine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Because we were we were walking straight line. They were in and out of the swamp, What's back he and got? forth. Labs too? No, he has a blue healer Ooh, and nice. a lab setter mix. So he's still pheasant and stuff hunting. He does not do much pheasant hunting, but uh and they're just a they're they're just pet dogs. They're yeah. not they're not working dogs. But Jesse got me into another winter hobby, which also took time away from fishing this year, which is sugaring. 
Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. That is so much fun. It's a blast. I I would do that over shooting deer any day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so much fun. Going tapping maple trees and uh and then boiling sugar and just having a party. It nice. it is a blast. My yeah. wife had to drive me home from the Mackinac's house more than more than twice this year. <laughs> well, that's just normal occasion from everybody's house, Chad. If she was here, she'd probably drive you home from here, too. She said she was going to drop me off tonight, and I was like, uh, I got a long day at work tomorrow, babe. Uh, I, I probably won't drink that much. Look at me. I'm a liar. <laughs> how, many, uh, how, many tre- how many taps did you guys have this year? So when him and I did it at first, we put in 50 taps on, like, 37 trees. And I think he ended up putting putting in eight more taps after that. So that's it, a fair amount. It was a fair amount. Um, he I think he ended up with eight gallons of syrup. That sounds right. Did you guys use a? Do you guys use an RO or anything, or just right to the pan? Just straight to the pan, man. That's a lot of cooking. It's a lot. <laughs> so he has a sugar shack, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> he's using a pine wood to to boil with because he doesn't want to use it in his house right so it's the best place to use it and it burns hot but it burns fast fast yeah so we were setting a a timer every three minutes we'd add syrup or add sap to the to the boiler and then every 15 minutes we'd add two logs of pine oh wow so we we had a strong conversation about yours uh the other night friday night my daughter's birthday party oh yeah brother-in-law works for Bissell. Okay. heard of them. Mm-hmm. And he was one, like, because they typically come off at 66 to 68.2. And he said with, like, how dark yours is, it was like there's a lot of sugar. Yeah. He's like, what is that? Because he's like, that kind of looks like it's almost like 72. It's 72. Is it really? It really is. That's funny. It, yeah. yeah. He, he nailed it. We, yeah. we take <laughs> 70. Boom, on the dot. Yeah, because he's like, because yeah, he I'm holding it. it. And that was funny because I was like, I really like Bissell's. I was like, but I like this one because it's, it's got a little more sugar in it. It's more, it's sweeter. It's, it's, I love it. I love yours. Yeah. And, um, and that's what he's like. That stuff looks like it's about 72. He's like, because our amber's at 66. And then he's like, the top end, 68. And he's like, maybe 68.3 at most. He's yeah. like, that is like yeah. way past dark. We take it to 71.72. Yeah, and, and draw from there. Man, is it good too? It's like yeah. I poured it, pulled it over, and there was like still residue in the bottom. I was like, yeah, that's. Yeah, we we could take it off earlier and get like maybe an <laughs> extra gallon a season, but but why do that? Yeah. Right oh, when it's man, that you damn can, good, you can tell <laughs> it is just. Oh. Yeah, it's and, and that's like even like I told him, I said, well, essentially, if I'm thinking this right, all you're doing is caramelizing it really more correct he's like correct. yeah i was like you're getting more where's water the problem yeah. and that's like he's like yeah he goes for you he goes no he goes when small batch he goes for us doing 350 to 500 gallons he's like no it's a little different yeah that that's a lot of product for them if they take it any further yeah yeah but i i do mine opposite we feed our fire every three minutes okay because we want it to be as hot as possible so we we only use hardwoods Okay. And, and we we have a we have a constant flow of sap. So you have a, a constant trickle. Yep, a constant trickle. We because we can usually tell how much we're boiling off. So we have our warming pan set to it's about the same amount we're we're boiling off. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a what, there's a there's something uh, a float a float pan. We just we just eyeball it. 
Yeah, um, but you could get a float pan that when it when your evaporating pan gets gets so low, it'll automatically fill it back up. Okay, so he has like a little elbow that's bent on his pan that we raise the level of the the sap to. Okay, like I said, every three minutes we add sap. That way it goes up to that little elbow, and then we're uh, we're we're going. Next year when you guys do that, call me so I can come hang out. I got. I will. Years since I've seen him too. That'd be a fun day. And uh, so next year, I ordered taps and I ordered some tubing already. I already have it stashed up, and I found a maple grove across the street from my house. So I'm gonna just start tapping trees over there and nice take, take over to him to <laughs> fucking boil. Should have did. So how <laughs> big did damn good on scrap? What you should have did damn good on scrap. I know. Oh, your so washers how big and dryers it? you had. I haven't week. taken them in yet. <laughs> I haven't taken. My wife's still pissed. Take the fucking washers and dryers in. I got five washers and dryers in my house that need to go to scrapyard. God, oh, if I wow. had two twenty in a room in a garage, I'd take the one of each for bucktail. But I just, yeah, I, I have them. If I get me before I go to scrapyard. I, I wish I could. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. What's up? No, no, no. You're fine. No, you're fine. You, I, you guys no, just keep. I, I'm not hosting. You guys just keep work. rambling on about nonsense. I, I, I could care less about fucking dryers, but yes. I, I do have one thing I want to talk no, about. I want to ask about. I want to ask more about the the. Can, can I tapping the trees with, you know, uh, and for the uh, syrup? So how big does a tree have to be to take a tap, and how big do it, it can like? So I have three giant. Maple trees in my backyard. They're, they're are they sugar maples or are they red maples? That's what you got to figure uh, out. I think two are sugars and one is probably a red or a silver. So w- what is it, Chris? It's 16 inches around. You can put a tap. Yep. 20 inches. You can put two and 24. You can put three. Yep. And I, I usually go if I can't get both. If I can't get both arms around it, I can put three in it. Yeah. If I can a little bit, I put two. If it's 16, I just put the one. Okay. That's pretty cool. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, I was just wondering. So I did have one thing I wanted to hit on real quick, if you don't mind, Jay. Yeah, stop pounding the fucking table first Don't tell me my business, motherfucker. (laughs) Stop pounding the table, (laughs) and then you can do whatever you'd like. I I do want to get into some tick prevention. Because I've been in the woods a lot, doing the sugar in, doing the dogs, doing all that. I've dug three ticks. (laughs) I've dug three. No wonder he hasn't been here. He was just helping him over the fence. He was like, oh, do you think that thing humps a neighbor? Yeah. Look look what it does when you put peanut butter in places. I'm doing the dogs, man. (laughs) But I dug a tick out of me on Friday morning. I've dug two out of me just two weeks before that. You guys got to make sure you're checking yourselves on any warm day that you're in the woods. They're bad. They're in Western Pennsylvania. We haven't gotten enough snow or cold winter to, to affect the tick population. Oh no. So just PSA, please check yourselves. Um, use permethrin, use anything deet. Uh, anything deet does to you is going to be better for you than Lyme's disease. Yeah. So, we are we are yeah. vigilant because our that's kids. That's a good point. I like I, that. I'm just saying, our kids are outside every day, and every every night we do a tick check. And the one night Silas just fell asleep on the couch, and I carried him up and put him, my three year old and I carried him up and put him into bed. And the next day I was just rubbing his head in the morning. I'm like, what the? And there was there was a tick in his hair because we didn't do the tick check. Didn't the do night tick before. check. Yep. Yep. But oh yeah. Yeah, we're vigilant about it, and our dogs are on the uh, the heart guard. So they've got the poison blood, 
And I pull one off of me every, at least once every two weeks. I started taking heart card too. Like, you know what? <laughs> the effects of this heart card are probably way less than the Lyme disease. Ah, fuck it. I'm just going to, hey, one, one for you, one for me. I'm not going to get ticks. Well, the hell with these things. In the world I started wearing a fucking collar outside. In the world of good news, Pfizer now has a uh, Lyme's disease in phase three vaccine, in phase three trials that does not destroy your liver. Like the last one did. Okay, I was going to say, wasn't there one out a long time ago? Yeah, it like apparently... Like a way long time ago? Apparently, if you had a certain set of uh, genomes in your sequence, it would fry your liver. Oh, okay, great. So Perfect. Uh, they took that off the market. Surprised they don't have some <laughs> kind of like tick prevention you can, you know... Well, permethrin. It, you, if you spray that on your, your clothes... Well, I meant like... And and when you do it, you, you do it. Vaccine wise, are you talking for like, like suppository? No, I'm talking like maybe like a Lyme disease vaccine or something of that nature. There that used to be one of those too. Rather be a suppository. <laughs> you would. <laughs> there was <laughs> definitely one of those though. Yeah, there I was read about that shit. And yeah. there's and there's an and the Pfizer has a new one now in phase three. Yeah, and that's that's post if you have it or that's to take. That's free. to not get it. To not okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Okay, okay. But but it's not just about Lyme disease anymore. I mean, the Lone Star Tick will Rocky make you Mountain a, Spotted Fever. You can get Alpha yep. Gal Syndrome. Yep. They're ticks. Oh. Ticks are fucking bad. Yeah, I, they're bad. I hate them, and they're the bane of my existence. If you get a tick, always carry lighter on you and burn that son of a bitch for real. I I hate them. We have a jar of gas in our garage, and when we take ticks off the dogs or the kids, we just drop it in that jar of gas. Nine times out of ten, I do the dogs in my kitchen, and then I, I put I put the dogs when I do my dogs. Linoleum, easy clean up. I put the ticks in the kitchen sink. Yeah, yeah. but you know yeah, I mean? they've been awful this it gets year. Gets a little and, slippery, and you know they they've figured out genetically how to kill mosquitoes, but mosquitoes serve somewhat of a purpose for no, they don't for for food for bats and no, birds they don't. and stuff. Fuck them too. But ticks serve zero purpose. Yeah, I I can't see one purpose and for a tick. They're is, like us. Is it just the earth? Is it just <laughs> right? me, or do you guys not remember ticks being around when we were like eight years old? Well, no, Dude, we had we normal were, winters. We were. We eight. had freezes for lasted for months that well, kept them just, away. Yeah, but no, I I agree, Chad. I ran around yeah. the woods every fucking day as a kid, down the creek, up the creek, down the creek. Up I used the creek, to hide I, under I, pine I, trees. I would be not think I would be rolling it. around on dead deer we found that were in the you know on the we side were of the highway. No, you were on the side you of the road. Wouldn't. I know I wasn't, but I'm, One? Just, I'm just saying, generally speaking, we weren't afraid of anything. We were out there all the time, and I yeah. never, ever got checked for a tick, never worried about ticks, never was, and nothing, nothing. We were 100% more worried about getting leeches than we were ticks. Yes, yes. 100%. Yeah. Some bad water, yes. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. like I said, there, get leeches. This is not just like <clears throat> shed hunting you, and Jed. morel hunting based. You guys are going to be out in the woods fly fishing. Sure. So you, you yeah. got to make sure you. Check for ticks, and it's it's something serious. Yeah, and if you have a wife, it's a good reason for her to check your taint. My wife checked me, and I had one running across my gun the other day. I was like, get it off me. She's like, I'm not touching that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to pick it off and put it down the kitchen sink like I do with all the dog sticks. That's yeah, good. I, I don't know why, but I love the <laughs> jar of gas. I mean, it's it's probably an inch and a half deep of just ticks. Yeah. No, we've been doing that for a year. I know that sounds crazy and disgusting, but no, I <laughs> kill them off. And I never had an issue with it until the day. The go get day, some. Go get some guinea fowl. The day I left, and for take Florida them out on the woodwalks with you. 
the day I left for Florida last year, I took dog for a walk. I picked 27 ticks off of him. And then yeah. I went and caught stripers and went to Florida and hang out with Pogo. It, nice. Yeah. Well, but that was the first day I, I had a tick infestation. Yeah. They, they've, they've just been bad these last couple of years. Are you telling us to wrap it up, Jay? No, I'm telling you to keep it on going. Oh, yeah. I could do this. Yeah, <laughs> I was anyway. born for this. <laughs> but we, we permethrin everything, too. So yeah. The, so the kids, the kids' boots, I've got, I've got pants that I wear when I go, you know, pounding through the woods or whatever we we promether and everything like every 90 days i don't know if that's too much or too little but that's what we do i think that's what it says on the bottle to do oh right on. Ha- have you ever not read the bottle and permether and something and then put it directly on you no i always hang them it f- freaks you out like i got wasted one day really i, I put i sprayed my pants and my shirt down and i just put them directly on me and I walked to the corner of my road and in, into the woods. I was like, I am fucked up. What is going on? <laughs> and yeah, it, it spun my brain. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, just make sure you read the instructions on that stuff, especially yeah. with kids. <laughs> it works, though. It works great. Yeah, because the ticks get real slow and like, like they've been drugged. I love yep. it. Yeah, but they're bad this year. That's a good PSA. We did skin cancer last week. I ticks heard that. This week. So speaking of that... I love like the content you guys have been doing. It, Thanks, man. It, it's been great. Um, you guys have been doing a good job with the uh, the fly fishing content. I, I dig it. Um, and you brought up last week that there are other fly fishing podcasts that people should be listening to. Yeah. I, I think we should talk about a couple of them. Yeah, after this one, though, of course. Yeah, this one first. Right. And then everyone should listen to Cut and Retie. I love Cut and Retie. I, I listen every week. I listen to it on the way over here. Um. The Orvis Fly Fishing Podcast. No, nope. nobody should listen to. Nobody. Nobody should listen to that. Um, Barely Live just came out with their first episode in like a year and a half. You guys should listen to that. Barely Live. I've I've never listened to it. No, oh, that, that's good. Paul Puckett and Mad Mike. Oh, okay. It that's a good show. They're from South Carolina. They. Uh, so if we want to go back into the genesis of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. I used to listen to Howard Stern show. I was like, oh, Howard Stern's awesome. I, I want to do something like that. I want to be on a radio. And then Barely Live came out. I was like, guys, they're doing a fly fishing podcast. We can do that. Why don't we do that? And two weeks later, we had a fly fishing podcast going. Nice. After we heard Barely Live's first podcast. Uh, we we had nowhere <laughs> near the, the technical um, adaptability that they had. Because they make their own commercials, they they uh, they scab off of nineteen eighties like uh, Transformers commercials and do oh, that's all, cool. They, all kind of fun, cool shit. Um, we were nowhere near that at that point in time, but I think you guys are uh, you guys are up there now, and you guys are doing just as good a job as Barely Live. Thanks, man. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. That's, and that's you got me into them years ago, yeah. and I listened to them some off and on. And they've all they got good stuff. They're, they, they're definitely worth a listen. They're they really all check them out. They're funny as shit. Raz was on one of their shows. Yeah. Speaking of that, so um, uh, hey, do you guys have any guests lined up coming up? I uh, I want to know. I, I want to know all the ins and outs of what's going on on this show since I've since I I've wanted been gone. To, I wanted to mention another podcast. Yeah, uh, working class. Yes, fly fishing. Mm. I li- I like those guys a lot. I was on that show. I know you. Mark was too. <laughs> yeah. Mark and I's podcast were 
180 degrees different. They from certainly yes. were. Very much. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you the proper way to measure your penis, and Mark told you a proper way to m- make a Buford fly. <laughs> Both relevant, though. <laughs> Center of anus, once around the balls, just past the tip. Yeah. <laughs> we talked we talked about that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the hole to hole. Yeah, but you guys didn't say it right. You're right. No, yeah, we did not. No, we did. I definitely didn't do it like that. But those are. The, I think those are the only fishing podcasts I listen to. So every now and then, I'll listen to uh, Wet Fly Swing. I've I, never listened to that. I guess out of Oregon, he does. He does a good po- a good podcast. The only one I tune into on a regular is on YouTube. I watch uh, Millhouse. Millhouse yeah. is good. I Mill listen to that. Is great. Love it. Fat Az, which is they're a mus- yeah. They're musky gear, yeah. but they're they helped us a lot with this show. Believe it or not. Yeah. So and Andy's awesome. We had uh, I know I talked about it before, but he helped my dad do riveting and stuff on his boat, and they're good, good guys. I used to listen to Smalley talk. I I still listen to them. Uh, Chris Vaughn is the funniest person on the face of this planet. <laughs> um, well, I would say number two to uh, Dave Hutchinson. Dave Hutchinson might be the funniest guy on the planet. He he had a great show last week. I did. did. You guys uh, did a good interview with him. That was like, so much fun. It, is this he, a dick sucking contest for me? No, no, no. You guys did a great job. I say keep going. <laughs> he was no, he was uh, hey, speaking of another funny. He was one, spot on. He knows need. he knows the show. He knows, you know, he had Pete. his he was ready. We need to get Pete back. I have all Pete Romano's contact information yeah, if you guys want him. Oh, too. Pete, no, that's my guy. Yeah, we'll have yeah. Pete on again a yeah. million times. Yeah. This podcast ain't stopping anytime soon. So, you know what's weird? I've listened to this podcast more in the year 2023 than I did in the six years that I was on it. I still haven't listened to one. I listened to... No, I take that back. I did. I listened to one way back before I was on I listened to two, and they were both with uh, Tommy Lynch. Oh, I did go back to I did go back and listen to the one Willen one. That one was a ton of info. I, yeah. l- I listen every week. Even when you're on it? Yeah. Yep. Really? For, for How qu- much does it hurt you? It sucks. I hate it. But I do it for quality control. I want to make sure everything went through okay. And if we made a mistake, I want to know what it was. Or if we need to go back and, and fix something, uh, I, I want to I wanna catch it. But so it is. It's punishing to listen you know to what's hard? You know what's hard for me? Listening to you guys bullshit and not having a music bed underneath of it. <laughs> like, oh God, copyright be fucked. I want to hear a music bed. <laughs> you know, I will. Uh, usually, after you download it, I'll sit down here and listen to it on the headphones myself, at least through the monologue and what I said at first, and you know, into the first. And as long as everything kind of sounded well and everybody kind of came off well, and we you can hear everybody's voices, like you said. Yep. I'll listen to that far and then, but it's, again, it's just, it's like nails on a chalkboard having to listen to myself on this thing. Yeah, it's punishing hearing my own voice. Because it's, I mean, you I know. You have a nice low voice, though. Your your voice is soothing and low. Mine is like, oh my gosh, piercing. it's awful. It Jay's is. voice it's is like nails awful. on a chalkboard. It, it really is. It is piercing. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, so, but, but I hear my voice way different, like to me, like everybody does. You know, my voice to me. Sounds way different than when I hear it on the air or something. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> That's not how I hear me. I, I was so surprised that when you listened to the podcast when it first came out, how much Shalisi and I actually have the exact same voice. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we're we're one and the same. Like you couldn't tell if he was talking or I was talking unless it was something that was said intelligently. It was probably coming from him, and if it was something <laughs> idiocy, it was probably coming from myself. And that was the only way you could tell, honestly, yeah. what was happening. But yeah, I listened. Podcast to has come a long way since then. Now I, you know, speak very nice. But yeah, I listen know. to everyone, and I, I loathe it. <laughs> I loathe it. <laughs> I really do. That that's a good selling point. But some sometimes I forget things because I drink a lot. So sometimes it's a you? surprise, and I'm like, "That was funny." <laughs> we we did, so, and I'll laugh again at the podcast. But yeah, it's it's tough to listen to two hours of yourself. So you my know? my wife used to ask me, "So, so what did you guys talk about this week?" I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, that it, was funny because you sent that message. Yeah, and even I'm like, on these ones, I I oh. forget a lot. Was that Friday? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just yeah. listening to the podcast. Because, yeah, yeah, you like get stuff like midweek. You're like, what? You're like, oh. Yeah. yeah that's- you, I'm yelling at you over the phone or over the airwaves saying it was uh, the guy we, the smallmouth, the smallmouth god, uh, Tim Holschlag. Oh, Tim Holschlag. Tim Holschlag. Yeah. yeah. I text Jay. I said, Tim fucking Holschlag. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I know, but in the moment, you know, I mean, we were all sitting here trying to think of it, you know, a few beers deep and, you know, trying to. I know, and I was totally sober while yeah, I was working. Yeah, working, and you're like, oh, I could have thought of it when I was pounding nails, too. That is some good, good books. Those are there. great books. Those oh, are uh, wonderful books. Tequila Sunrise, if you're not familiar. Oh, yeah. And what, a lot of good stuff in them books. Mm-hmm. That's Tim Lane Weir's favorite fly, isn't it? The Tequila Sunrise? Is it? Yeah. It is a great fly. Oh, man. I remember and, him saying it out on his show. And that's Ted. He does you know, the, hot, or the crayfish hop. He preaches. So, oh yeah, I know. If there's one thing in this room that everybody, everybody sitting around here can agree on, we all love the smallmouth. Like Mm -hmm. I'm a troutier guy, you know. Mark's a musky guy. Uh, Jim loves every kind of fishing known to man and likes to shoot deer. But you know, we all love smallmouth. Smallmouth bass or something. Just we all just we all just can't get enough of the smallmouth bass. Oh, I have the green or the bronze run through my veins. Yeah, you know, them. the way they yeah. are, just everything that uh, that they stand for. And I know Chad's always loved that. I don't know if he's going to get out much from much smallmouth season. Fuck yeah, I am. Oh, well, that's <laughs> great to hear. So, uh, you guys mentioned. You're not going to be the first one. Shut your whore mouth. I'm talking Chris <laughs> or asking Chris, Chris a question. <laughs> you said Tim Lynn Weir's coming down to F3T? We're hoping. See, yeah, he, you, he you, you he can't might. talk like that yet. He can't. <laughs> he's lucky. He's lucky. He's getting away with it, Jim. Jim's looking at me, shaking his head, saying, I don't know. Who he can't. Is he allowed to talk to Jay like that? Yes. Fuck yeah. You can do it too, Jim. I'll give you permission. <laughs> no, you can't, Jim. <laughs> so Tim Lynn Weir's coming down? Uh, he, he mentioned on the uh, Facebook page that he was thinking about making the drive over, and that would be awesome if he did. Let's do that. Yes. Oh, that would be sweet. Tim, yeah. if you're listening, that would be awesome. Tim, come on down. I'll I'll big spoon you like I would Chris. I put a I put. I'd a, even be little spoon for you. Tim. Don't don't deter him, Chad. <laughs> I put an order in at Schultz this. Chad's week, cut off. And uh, I asked those guys. I'm like, you guys have an F3T over there? And they do. They've got one in Ann Arbor. And I said, you guys should still come over. But I still sent the. Uh, oh, it's I, only another nine hour drive. From Ann Arbor, and Ann Arbor sucks dick anyway. No, it's only no, like five it's hours. It's like four hours. Yeah, from four here to Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, then four, shit, four, four hours? hours. Come on. Not Ann Arbor, Maine. Ann Michigan. Arbor, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, 
Yeah, Jane like four had hours. no idea there was an no Ann Arbor, way. Maine. Okay. The only reason no. he knew of Ann Arbor, Michigan, is because Ohio State plays Michigan. Yeah, I thought it was like a three-hour drive from us. From I guess Columbus is way south of us anyway. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, yeah. You so don't I have to go back to Columbus and then come here. You're yeah, good. you don't have to go to Columbus. Like, yeah, you can bypass through yeah, Toledo. Yeah, yeah, Toledo. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, I invited to Bristol. Yeah, that's right. I invited those guys over and uh, and I sent them an email asking for just some hats or something for the F3T. Uh, and I talked to uh, Gabe this last week. I, I ordered a whole bunch of feathers and another spool, and I invited Gabe and those guys over. Uh, and I also uh, sent Dan an email asking for some swag and stuff too. For they the got theirs a couple of days before though. Yeah, theirs is on the twentieth. Are, are you having a countdown? No. Well, we have a a, a forty-five minute hard out with Chad. <laughs> then Chad comes back with. Oh, <sighs> this is weird. Now I a understand. time limit. Oh, yeah. Man, are you really you getting timed right now? I I saw a three are, minute Jay's circle. Given, He's like, come on, we have a heart. Yep. We have a heart out. Hey, is there anything? Hey, is there you anything? Don't, you we, don't even get a little hey, bit. Hey, is there right? anything we haven't hit on tonight, Chad, that you would like to talk about? <laughs> or I could just type absolutely. I, yes, there are. Um, Mark, in the first segment, you talked about Shad going up into that place. Mm-hmm. Are we able to throw Shad darters and catch them? I don't know. Like, could we <laughs> do that? Like, or are they just like going up there to die? No, they spawn and go back. So we could go up and throw shad darters. You probably and, could, and but they them? are literally so thick in there that as soon as your fly hits the water, you're snagging them. Okay. What? Well, I mean, but yeah, you <laughs> could. <laughs> That's fine. Well, fucking a. Why not? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, you literally can just they're they're stacked like cordwood on there. So yeah, you. I want to see why you couldn't. I want to see that. If you drop back a little bit further into that riffles and fished them where they were coming up, you probably mm-hmm. could actually strip like little them little darters through there. Yeah, the little shad darters. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 totally in on that. That That's sounds cool. like fun. That's like every like baby everything Joe Sermelli talks about on Cut and Retie, and that sounds like fun. I don't know if the gizzard shad are different. That what, they have Ameri- Are they American or hickory shad where they're at? American and hickory. Okay, so gizzard shad are different. Yeah, I don't know if they eat like that or if they would or not. Worth a shot. Yeah, can't hurt to try. It's probably going to be in the next few weeks they would do that. So, another talkback. I saw a grouse. What? Where? By my really? house. Across the street from my house. Sweet. Wow. I did not see it. My neighbor and I were walking. We were shed hunting. You had 59 seconds. Fuck off. It's my show. <laughs> my neighbor and I were walking. And uh, and a grouse took off and flew off to the side. I was like, nice. are you sure this grouse not a hen pheasant? He's like, dude, I saw it. It was shaped like a pear. It was a grouse. It was so yeah, and it did, and it didn't cackle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so sure. that's the second yeah. one we've seen within three miles of, uh, six miles of where we're sitting right now. That'd be wow. Really cool to see that make a comeback. I would really love. cool. And they always say that grouse go on a thirteen-year cycle, but we're twenty years into the bottom of that thirteen-year cycle. And don't get me wrong, I saw two this year in Marionville. Like I'm just. General areas, Maryville, um, during muzzleloader season, which is really cool. But we're way south and west of that. Yeah, we really are. You know, so yeah, I mean, you're in prime woods up around that area for where they exactly. Go for that. But where we were across the street from my house was not what I would think of as prime woods. 
And it, that's cool. It's super cool to. Well, I know, like when I only went a couple times when I was younger, and both times we went to like the Emblemton area. Yeah. And all things considered, that's not too too far, you know. No. And into the mountains though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you're still in the edge of the Alleghenies there. But like yeah. I'm saying, I I don't want these to hunt. I want How, these to yeah. reproduce. Yeah. Yes. Know, there's not. There'd be nothing cooler than grouse. Oh, uh, dude. And, and that going little, ape shit in the fields across the street from your house. Is it we're saying? It was. Just on the other side of the power line. Yeah, sure. That's not, that, that's we're, basically there. We're 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 inside baseball behind Jode's house. Sure, would be across the street from your house. Yes. Yeah, we used to we used to hunt them heavy, heavy, cool. and uh, you know, we I said the last week, well, last week we we put up. You were talking about that's why I put it on my thing. Yeah, on my my list of topics. But I haven't <laughs> flushed a grouse in the woods in years. Every now and then I'll hear them drumming, but I haven't flushed one in in years. Uh, <laughs> we're four minutes over on Jay's Jay's itinerary. Jay's Jay is knocking <laughs> off the amount of minutes on your beat on your meat talk. Yeah. Every minute you go over, meat talks down. Before you know it, Shane's gonna be getting booted over here. If if you guys want me to shut up, I will. No. No, no, not at all. No. I was gonna I was just trying to you know, if if we keep doing this and we've been doing this the last couple weekends and and I've been easy to let things go. But the now he's gonna roll with a fucking oh, iron no, fist. No, 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 no. And I've I've let this, I've let this go a very long time, and I've been very patient. And I thought it's been great talk with you, Chad. I, I, you know, but, but you are hold done. On, hold on, no. When I was sitting outside, when I was sitting outside the room, I was standing there, and the belly laughs. Your belly laughs are something that this podcast and I miss more than anything. In the world, dude. Well, you hear him every Tuesday and I night. Miss, I, I, Asshole. I, I, I don't miss you. I see you a lot. But the belly pat, the belly laughs on the podcast, and the podcast missed that. And I'm sure Chris won't miss it when he sees all the spikes on, on the listening. Yeah, I, he will. But it's it's yeah, it's a little yellow's good. okay. Yeah, <laughs> but. But apparently um, Jay's coming, had enough of that. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely booted. we're definitely uh we're we're pushing our hour and twenty minutes. So had we've had on you with fifty minutes with you. Um, you're coming right back with us. So it's it's great. It's Can not. I do this it's again? not. No. Well, no. You're gonna. You're probably gonna be sitting on till damn near the end of the podcast. Please, as soon as he stops, like coming like back into the meet and like intro and everything, just go right back to your list. <laughs> just go. Um, okay. Well, now. All right. Now down to number six. I was. <laughs> I was totally going to say that when you guys stepped outside. I was going to be like, Chad, when we come back and Jay introduces me talk, I just want you to be like, yeah, so uh, who are the next guests? And so <laughs> speaking of that, I've cooked two briskets in my life. I've got zero to add to the brisket talk. So I'm going to talk tomfoolery and I wanna, fuckery you know all what? around. I want to hear, hear, hear a little bit, and we're, we'll go into this because if – you know, with being me, I let you go a little nuts here. But if if you'd actually fucking listen, I would run the podcast through a good succession of topics, and we could stay on task. Did you have this any? Is my, do you have anything else for me? This is my job. No, I have nothing else for you on this on this section of you know where the hell you've been, what how the hell you doing, you, where the hell you got to be. How did you miss a spot about rough grouse? That should have been in your topic. Oh right? yeah, it should have been rough grouse across the street from Chad's house. Should have been totally on the tops of my topics. Yes. Yes, topic list number one. Okay, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, it's going to be Chad, Shane, and Chris, Smoke Brisket, 
Chad won't have much much to add on that, but I do want to get into the pastrami we had tonight and how you make it and I what all goes into that because we I kind of cut you out on that and I want to get into the food talk a little bit more that what you're doing with the food and the that you're killing out there in the field. The I think wild be great. game. Exactly. I think it'll be great. Uh, we'll be right back with that. Wow. So I got the three fattest guys I could find so around the table tonight to talk some food. Can I give one, one critique? Gosh, you're already a, chiming in and, 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 and cutting into me fat, trying I'm to talk. Bone. Chris, you should do like they did on Wayne's World. Three, two, and give the, the hand I, sign. I usually do. <laughs> uh, I forgot to mention that the rough grouse is the state bird of Pennsylvania. Well, no shit. All right. I just didn't want to. You, you know. didn't want anyone to what's, forget. What's, what's, what's the dog? <laughs> I don't know. The Great, Great Dane. Dane. Oh, Jinx. We're, we're, Double Jinx. You can't talk the rest of the night. We were talking ah. about rough grouse. I, I was just saying. And I yeah. didn't want that to Wait, end. Wait, you broke the Double Jinx. Well, what's the fish? <laughs> well, the the brook trout, fish? asshole. Yeah, brook trout. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. Anybody? The, the tree? The hemlock. Chad's on fire. I knew that one, too, actually. Because we were at a Girl Scout thing, and they were asking all these questions, and I'm just like, running these things off, just like you were. And But this is way cooler really than good. Girl Scouts. Yeah. Just saying. All Jay, right. Jay, you got so, off, tro- off topic here. I know. I know, Jay. Me. Come on. I can't. See, this guy does everything oh, wrong to me. No. I can't even keep a podcast going with this guy sitting across the table. We're supposed Mark, to be talking about brisket, Mark, asshole. Mark, come on. Kick him off and talk brisket. <laughs> I'd rather have him over there. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're going to so, talk about brisket. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about some smoked food. This is our smoker's corner. And Chris, would you take it over for me? Give me a little background here. Yeah, we're going to talk about brisket, which uh, comes from the pectoral muscle of the cow. So when you're looking at the cow, it's that that muscle uh, to the front of the front leg. It used to be a throwaway cut uh and only the cowboys would eat it out on the trail because it was technically the worst piece of meat and then somebody figured out that if you cook it for a long time all of those muscle fibers break down the fat renders and it is an amazing piece of meat the best can can you talk about being two different actual muscle groups absolutely it's uh there i don't know the names of the two groups but a whole a whole brisket the point in the flat right yep well, I didn't know. I was going to go with like the. <laughs> I don't know muscle groups. Pectoralis <laughs> majoris and the mind. We'll, we'll call it the majoris and the minoris. <laughs> okay. I, I like a minoris. I like a majoris and a minoris. The, the minoris are my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, we have a good minoris. So the, there's the Shane, point. do you know anything that you can you put any uh, wisdom into this? Uh, uh, do you know anything about the minoris chain? Or the minoris? I. I have no value there. The the menorah sounds like a star constellation to me. The menorah comes from the back end of the cow. So, no, but what do you know about the bread? Like, what are the two pieces? You you know as much as these. The guys point know. and the flat. I prefer to cook them together. Yeah, always, um, always a packer. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of doing a flat by itself. Um, the The only reason I will buy a brisket flat is if I'm, if I'm going to corn it. Sure. Yep. Uh, so you got the two muscle groups. The point is not terribly fatty. It's got a big fat cap on top, but the flat has a lot of intramuscular flat fat. And it is, in my opinion, it's my favorite part of the brisket, uh, unquestionably. So I'm going to, Shane is our brisket expert here. I think he's cooked more than Chad and I combined. 
So let's go right to Shane and tell us what you do with the brisket start to finish. Start to finish, I use the point in the flat, like I said. Where have you been going to get briskets around here? Palumbo's. Have you? Yes. And you like them? Yeah. Their meat is excellent. It's a local. I enjoy it. Um, so I put a basic salt, pepper, and then a rub on them. Do you trim? Not usually. I okay. usually leave it. Um, you said you do like leaving the fat. I do. I, I do. I, tr- I, I trim the piss out of it. Do you? I, I, I keep all the fat. I, I, I want it all to render and break down. So I trim as well, but I will put all the trimmings into a, a, a Pyrex pan and just let that render down in the smoker while I cook it. And then that way I get tallow at the end of the day. I do the same thing. Uh, I, and then I trim. So I like my brisket to be aerodynamic too. So I will trim that, that front floppy bits off the flat on the left and right side. I will trim that into a circular thing because those parts just burn anyway. And then I put it into uh, into my burger grind. So I don't waste any of the brisket, you know, even if I trim it. But I like it to be thicker on the ends because, you know, after a 8, 10, 12-hour, 16-hour session, that, that don't meat's either. toast. I, I've yeah. heard right. – uh, I watched – and I don't know anything about this. You You've watched Barbecue Pitmaster, haven't watched, you? Uh, no, who's the, uh, <clears throat> who's the guy from Texas? Matt Pittman. Yeah. Yes. Meat Church. Yeah, yeah, Meat Church. Yes, I watched his, you know, and stuff like that. And he, he kind of did just, but he he does a very light trimming. Like, he, he doesn't trim much at all of his. Like, it's very little. Like, you were saying he will... Because he knows the smokers, and he's using a very big smoker, like the one I have out front. He's using less. a mill scale. Yeah, big not ass. Like not like the one you're using well, out front. He's using a giant fucking <laughs> smoker. They're sweet. Yeah. But they have a hot end and a cooler end, and you know what I mean? You're so you, The aerodynamics of how the smoke is going to move through, you see what he does with that a little bit, with like you were saying, the aerodynamics. Yeah, and, and each smoker is going to cook differently. If you're on a pellet smoker, it's going to cook different than a charcoal smoker, than a stick burner. So let let's start right there. What are you cooking briskets with, Shane? At home, I have a pellet smoker. I enjoy sleeping at night, so I I I've cooked on stick burners. I've had a what are the side by side like a charcoal like an offset? Yeah, an offset. offset. That's what I was looking for. Offset. Um, I've I've used those, but I if I'm cooking the brisket, I want to. You don't want you know, to attend it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm at the party the next night, I you want to be alive and enjoy it. I don't want to be sleepy and falling asleep. What do you cook with, Chris? I cook on a uh, a Kamado style. It's a Primo okay. XL. Uh, and once, so once do you have the 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 oblong Primo, yes. So I can I can fit a twenty pound brisket on there. Uh, okay. And I I generally start my cooks around ten p.m. And once once you know your once you know your ceramic cooker, like I can set my dials and I can go to bed. I know I know it's good. I know the temps are going to be there, and I I have a fireboard. Uh, the fireboard is the temperature thermometer, so it's got an ambient and it's got up to five probes. So I put a probe in the flat and I put a probe in the point, and then I have you can set alarms on your phone. So if the ambient temperature gets too low, it'll wake me up. Uh, that's only happened once in my eight years of owning it. 
So my pit boss, uh, it's Bluetooth enabled. So I check it from, you know, I check the temps from my phone. It has the probes and I have a couple of those as well. Um, but I'm an odd one when it comes to smoking brisket. I've never used a thermometer. What do you cook on Chad? So the last one I did, I cooked on an ugly drum. Nice. And I will never do that again until I, I fix the, the air intakes and the air outlets of that drum smoker because I could not get that motherfucker to stay at a constant temperature. It was peaking and dipping all night long. I, did, I didn't sleep. Um, the other two briskets that I've ever cooked have been on Weber kettles. Okay. And they've come out fucking awesome. Yeah. With, with the SNS. Of oh, the slow and sear. Yes. I yeah. love the slow and sear adapter in the Weber kettle. Yeah. I use that for everything. The uh, the goose pastrami we cooked tonight, or we had tonight, I cooked with the slow and sear. I love the slow and sear. I'm I'm the biggest proponent of that. Yeah. If you're going to have a Weber kettle, you ha- whether it's a 26 or a 22 inch, you got to get the slow and sear. It's The slow it's and money. sear and the Vortex. And yep. then you have everything that you need to cook with. Yep. So so you don't trim, uh, and then what? Um, salt, pepper, basic rub, similar to what I um, said on the pork rub. It, I, I don't vary my rubs very much when it comes to heavier meats on the smoker. Uh-huh. Um, and then I throw it on dry, um, 225. Uh Usually I do an 8-6, so 8 dry, 6 inside peach butcher paper. The last one I did, I did ribs with, and I put the ribs on at a, at the 7-hour, and I wasn't getting back up in an hour, so I wrapped it, did 7-7, seven, seven, and it turned out amazing with the extra hour inside the, the butcher paper. Nice. I, I definitely use the Texas Crutch. I, I tinfoil wrap all mine when they get to 160 internal. And it it helps, um, but you know I've only done a handful of briskets, so I I I'm not the the word of authority when it comes to this cut of meat. <laughs> yeah, and I don't wrap uh, at all. At all, really? Yep. Because uh, I usually since I started the night before, I've got enough time. Uh, or I can just let it cook. And I usually cook between 225 and 250. Uh, but yeah, I won't wrap it. If I want it to go a little faster, I will do a boat. So a mm-hmm. boat is where you just do the foil halfway up. So you get to keep your bark on top. And, and when I make the boat, I'll hit it with some tallow. Do you use the tallow that you made from the trimmings? Yes. Or do you do you have a, a keeper of tallow that you keep from previous... Uh, briskets both i uh so i'll use the tallow from that brisket because i i put it on the smoker with with everything yeah and then what i don't use there i have a keeper in the fridge that i cook all my eggs and every that's what i use instead of instead of a spray and seal or whatever right yeah we use we use brisket tallow for pretty much everything i wish i was that bougie (laughs) 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 it's pretty good yeah uh, but I, you, you didn't get that form from uh, from eating uh, just butter, right? No, this is pop tarts <laughs> and brisket tallow. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you, you haven't lived until you've had a grilled cheese made in brisket tallow. You're right. I have not lived. Yeah, it's awesome. 
But uh, I use a, a store-bought rub on mine. This is one of the few that if, if I don't do straight salt and pepper, which is what I like that a lot, I use a Black Ops barbecue, uh, their brisket rub. It's got some coffee notes in it. Mm-hmm. And man, does it make a good-looking bark. And, and you, can, you can taste it. But again, I salt my briskets 24 hours in advance. You don't need to with a big piece of meat like that. Because uh, A, I mean, half of it is covered in fat anyway, and none of that salt's going to penetrate the fat. So I always just do, I do the bottom and I still put it on top, but you don't need to. Because if you're doing a, a, an 8 to 10 hour cook, that salt's penetrating the meat anyway. So if you don't or you aren't able to do a dry brine on your brisket, you're okay. That meat's, that salt's getting through anyway. So like you, I also use a store-bought a brisket rub. <clears throat> I go with uh, the Meat Church Holy Cow. Yeah, I love Holy Cow. I love it. And it's just just a little bit of spice. And it mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, I I love that Holy Cow on a lot of things. Yeah. Do you know what voodoo is where it's at with, with veggies? Yep. I love veggies. Yeah. I love uh, the voodoo with veggies. I'm a huge fan of the McCormick Montreal chicken seasoning. I put it on potatoes. Really? Chicken. I, really? I put it in my brisket, just mix a lot of times as well. Yeah. So I, use, I use Montreal steak a lot. I don't use Montreal steak seasoning on anything because growing up, my mom and stepdad used Montreal steak seasoning on everything. So I just, I don't use it. <laughs> when, I lived, when I lived in El Paso, I went to a barbecue and this guy put Montreal steak seasoning in a coffee grinder to powderize it and okay. put it on everything. And it was delicious. That would make it better because I don't like the big chunks and kernels and flecks. Oh, that's what I like. I, li- I, like, I like that, the, the crunch. Could you say that again? Like real deep. That's what I like. Oh, that's what I like. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm hard. Er. <laughs> I'm so glad Jay's not here. <laughs> so and he's never going to listen this far to hear it. No, he'll never hear this. He'll never hear us coming off the rails. That's right. Um, but brisket can be tricky. It, uh, where Where you can't, we talked about the pork butt. You can't screw up a pork butt. You can screw up a brisket. And I'm going to tell you the biggest thing most people screw up is they don't want to overcook it, so they bring it off too soon. Too soon. Yep. And and it's one of those things where I absolutely recommend a thermometer uh, just so you know where you are. Because in the end, you're not going to pull it off based on a temperature. You're going to pull that brisket off when you can go through the flat of that brisket with a toothpick, and it's like going through softened butter. If there's if there's much resistance, it's not done yet. Leave it on there. And then the other the other tip for that is, I always rest a brisket at least two hours, at least two hours. So I usually do an hour. Um, I will second the thermometer if you're starting out. I started on a propane chest that looked like a safe that's how i started smoking i knew nothing about it i, I started smoking Google with it. salem 100 lights oh. <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> so my mom smoked so yeah oh yeah but i figured it might have been one of the doobies you found from your dad i ruined i ruined quite a few bit briskets before i found the timing down um yeah i ruined my first couple I, I ruin I ruin quite a few, probably more than two. 
some of them came out decent, but they still weren't great. And then I just kind of I, I did a little research and figured it out. And yeah. you know, that's a shitty kind of meat to ruin. Because like, it it's a hundred like right now, especially right now, you're probably paying seventy to a hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, uh, depending I, on size, I get I get most of my, when I'm when I'm doing a brisket for for nothing, I'll go get it uh, at my my local guy. But if I'm having some people over, I go to Costco, and Costco always has prime briskets, oh, yeah. and they're like four fifty a pound. So, it's it's a real good deal, and and brisket is one of the things where that difference between choice and prime choice and prime makes a big deal. Can you go to that place there? That local place there and get one that ain't too far from you? Yeah, that's what I meant when I said my local meat market. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a good dude. I'm serious. Like, man, if anybody knows what we're talking about, go get your, all your meat there. And then when you go get all your meat there, get lunch wire there and get a sandwich. It's IKEA. No, Shane. Shane <laughs> Swedish so, meatballs. Shane, Shane, when you go to this place, once you go up, you're going to end up having to go to this place one of these days. Yeah. And uh, it's. It's worth the just the you might just make a drive there just to make a drive there on a Saturday to go get some meats and a lunch. Yeah, the the, the meats are it. good. Uh, any other cooking <laughs> tips for mm-hmm. the brisket? I have none. What do you guys do with the different portions of the meat, though? Yeah, because so that, that's the, where I was gonna go. Is, okay. So I think the proper way to cut a brisket is you cut it in half. So do you cut it along the fat seam? Yes. To, to separate them? Yep. Right. Well, no, I do not separate the point in the flat. You do not. I do not. What I do is I, I will do cut. do not. The, I do not. Okay. Thank I, you. I cut right where the point hits on the flat, straight down. Uh, and then I separate those two halves. I leave the flat there. And then I'll, perpendicular to that cut, I will cut the, the point again. Mm-hmm. And, for, and I cut the flat against the grain. And then I cut the point the same way I made that last cut. Only half of it, though. Because then the other half, I cut into one-inch cubes to make some sweet, sweet burn ends. Because that, I say the point is my favorite, but I got to tell you, I think burnt ends are my favorite part of, of the brisket. They take a little extra time to do, but while that brisket is resting, that two hours is just enough time to make the right burn ends. It is, and Shane, do you have anything to add to this? Because I have, I have some white trash version to add to this. No, no, please do. Okay, so Chris was talking about the the burn ends. I like to go to Aldi's and buy hot dogs, like the the mini hot dogs, and I'll coat them in man or uh, in mustard. <laughs> you just say man juice <laughs> <laughs> in in the Buckman juice. That's me. But I'll coat them in mustard, and then I'll cover them in uh, in all of the meat church uh, rubs, and then I'll make poor man burn ends with these mini hot dogs. So instead of having like little little hot dogs, you have little burn ends. Yeah, they're good. shaped like hot dogs. They're, yeah, they're awesome. Are and they like the Smokies? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like the cheapest. Little bitty hot dogs you can buy. Mm-hmm. So, my burn end recipe is I'll take. And, and I'm sorry to take away from your oh, no, burn no. ends. <laughs> I'm with, going to try my, your burn ends. With my white trash version. I'm super <laughs> interested in trying it. Uh, he, 
You've got Chris, Chris is as white trash as we know. Yeah. You've got your one-inch cubes uh, that's already been smoked. It, they're already done. I put them in a foil pan, and then I put a stick of butter in there. I cut up a stick of butter. I add some barbecue sauce and my rubs, and you put it back in your smoker for another two hours. Do you have a barbecue sauce of, of preference? I make my own. I make, a, I make a whiskey barbecue sauce. You are a better man than me because I use Blue's Hog. I love blues. I love blues hog. I love rays. I'm a Stubbs guy. I love Stubbs. We we all have our our thing, you know. But I that I have perfected my whiskey sauce, and it's awesome. Does it make your dick do the same thing that the regular mm. whiskey does? No, I cook all the whiskey. The the, the <laughs> alcohol. Jay. It, Jay is so upset with me. <laughs> no, I love no, I, I love that talk. <laughs> I just, that, was, that was making me all warm on the inside, talking about whiskey. And I like a good whiskey sauce. And Chris's dick. No, yeah, a whiskey dick. Okay? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I was seeing a half high, hard cock right in front of me, uh, underneath your. Oh, you're a little. You're a little uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen it in years. I'm glad you can. <laughs> From this angle, it looks right. huge. <laughs> This is what your wife tells you. From this angle, it looks huge, Chris. Don't worry. <laughs> she tells me, get the hell away from me. Go <laughs> punk me with that thing. Yeah, it's all. So it's mine. Don't worry. Get away. Yeah, and smoke and smoke those burn ends for two hours. Uh, and, th- and the cool thing is <laughs> you don't have to do it with brisket. Or you don't have to choke chat either. <laughs> Sorry about that, Chad. Was that an abrupt topic change for you? <laughs> He's got Michelob Ultra. See, he likes he likes having Chris here more. Mango than he likes having apricot. the rest of us. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not used to the uh, <laughs> to this anymore. <laughs> but uh, you can you can smoke a chuck roast and make burn ends out of that. If you really want to impress somebody, buy a pork belly and smoke the pork belly, and then put the pork belly in the burn ends, and that is. I mean, it's effectively candied bacon. That's fucking fire. Is oh, what that it's is. so good, <laughs> so good. I I did that for the ladies at my wife and and Jay's wife's work, and they were melting in my fingers. Mm-hmm. Not the pork belly burn ends. The ladies. I was gonna say the ladies or the burn. Oh ladies? yeah, they were just melting. Yeah, they the were melting in my they fingers. Like, <laughs> you did a great job on this fat guy. Oh, I said, put that fat in your mouth. Shut, like, your, shut your mouth and put it in there. I loved the, it. Last summer, I went to my buddy's restaurant in Knoxville. He he has two restaurants. Um, he was my this partner. This is when we went on vacation. My partner in culinary school. But uh, he has this Asian restaurant. It's kind of Japanese, French infused. But these little puff sandwiches with just the best pork belly. A little bit of slaw. A little bit of. Asian sauce. That sounds oh. awesome. Pork belly just got crazy expensive, though. It's super expensive. Yeah, it used to be you could get a whole you could get a whole pork belly for fifteen twenty bucks. Now it's forty five fifty dollars for a pork belly. Yeah, yeah, pork is catching up the beef. Yeah, really quick. It's not good. Uh, so pork, yeah, pork I, used to be my thing because, like I said, I'm cheap and I'm white. Yeah, <laughs> I I love a good. Well, have, have pork, pork is great. Pork too. steak, pork yeah. chop. Pork is everything. Pork everything. Pork is, is everything good. beef is without the fat. Yeah, pretty much. But who? But fat's good for you. S- in moderation. Some. This with it. No, no. It, you, your body burns fat easier than it burns sugars. 
It, it does, but Wait. some fat is good for you. Are you are you saying that drinking a half a cup of bacon fat is better for you than drinking a half a cup of Pepsi? It might be. Huh. It actually <laughs> might be. I'm I'm actually might take those odds on Pepsi or or any kind of Coca-Cola. That, that's like, a good like comparison. Actually, like I'm gonna take the fat. I would I would probably rather take my intake of fat well, before I would take my intake of Pepsi and Physiologically, I mean, your body is designed to burn fat. No, yes, but yes, yes, and yes, and there's <laughs> yes and. there's an organ that deals with each. So the gallbladder is what's going to secrete the bile to help break down the fat. The the um, I almost said appendix pancreas pancreas yes is made to produce the insulin along with your liver to break down the sugar. Uh, I really think. Maybe health-wise, it's a wash, but I don't think you're going to get furious diarrhea from a half a cup of Pepsi. <laughs> True. I'll take my I'll take my odds with all my fat. I won't. You know, I'll cut. I I don't drink any pop. Furious diarrhea is my mortal <laughs> enemy. We're friends, but I don't like it. I, if I'm drinking pop, it has a out and some kind of alcohol with it. So, uh, I'm so a, no. Let's God talk about him. pop. Let's talk about no, pop. No, hold on, hold on. No, we're we're a quick. There's a quick. For me, it's coffee, water, beer. No, but I, I'm not actually gonna talk about pop. But but I'm gonna talk about the name of pop. No, we're what? we're going. No, we're not going in that direction. We're gonna go in the Why direction not? of because we don't have much time to lose here, Chad. Jay, we have nothing but and time tonight. No, I have this is two, Sunday night. I have two things. What that, do you have to do? I have two things I want to talk about, <laughs> and I'm gonna get a guy, a couple guys on the. On the microphones here, and I want Chris to come back. <coughs> and we're going to get... just left. Let's talk about pop. Come on. I understand. I, I think we should step into a break personally, and we probably are going to right about now, as soon as I can reach that gosh darn uh, computer I'm there. I'm not going to do it for you. I want to talk about pop. I want to talk about it right now. Hey, sorry to take a break. Chris left me. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> Chad was badgering the shit out of me. I want to talk about pop, goddamn. We're it. not going to pop. We're gonna go to our our no. But I I talked to your son. I saw him, and he was pumped for Mentored Youth Day. My he, son is fucking full hard. Oh, like so, my food. And dude, like so, a baby's arm. Yes, about fucking it is, Youth Mentor Day. Yes, and so is my daughter. It's one week away. I know. Six days. If you're listening to this the day this comes out, it's five days away. Yes. And we if you're gonna go back and you want to hear what you need to have listen to for Mentored Youth Day, listen to last week's podcast. But for now, guess what? I went out and my daughter had uh, my dad bought her a rod and a reel two, three years ago. Reel finally burnt out. <laughs> Doesn't work no more. It was, way it too was, many stalkers it, it was, on it. Yeah, we, yeah, when you get like 140 stalkers on one reel, it's done. Yeah. So we just tossed that one away. And then, you know, it, that rod just sat there with no good. And she used somebody else's other stuff. And I'm like, you know what? No. Went and bought her a new reel today. So we got a new reel today. Lined it up with some XT. Or no, it was actually extra XL. Is extra the limp. Try lean XL. Yes, XL, the extra length, dude. That so stuff, that's like me after a full night of whiskey. Yeah, you know what I like about that stuff? That, you know, 
like Mark was bitching about mono even on the on a rod and reel uh, uh one of the podcasts if you listen to you know some one of the podcasts a long time back and oh, old testament or new testament uh this oh this is no old testament yeah okay. old testament um but you know <clears throat> i this stuff it just come right off the the you know the big reel and it was just laying there like nothing and i'm like oh we're putting this right on this line yeah it's six pounds perfect like reeled right up it was so it was it, it had no memory whatsoever so yeah it's no memory whatsoever it was just straight you know because oh, i gotta hate when that shit you know your kid throws it out and it has so much memory to it, and it just it just sucked to the line, and it's all slain <laughs> up underneath, and it and it gets and it gets built like hey, Jay. all wound up in the reel. You, we've all been there, Jay. It's the worst. Can you talk about the supple line? Like you're writing a penthouse forum note. Oh, oh, I love the supple line. When I saw that supple line today, I was looking at my wife, and I said, "This line is so supple, and we have no kid here." She's like, "I had surgery Friday." This is the worst penthouse forum I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hard. This isn't happening. We're just putting this line on this fucking goddamn reel. So that's how this works for me today. Okay. Turn me down a little bit because I'm getting a little loud here. Yeah, I kind of had to. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, might as well. Hey, that's why you're on the board, not me, okay? So, yeah. Uh, but, again, we got ready today. Got a new reel. You know, got, I, I bought two new Joe Slice. Oh, they were the ones, man. They're the ones. They have the biggest, the biggest blade I could find. And they're just going to go flop, 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 all through that. No current and just crush. Awesome. And again, I... Are, I, are you going to catch more fish on a Joe's fly than I will on a trout magnet? I'm not catching any fish. I, are your children going to catch more on a Joe's fly <laughs> than my children will on a trout yes. magnet? Let's... She will. Let's put some money. She, she will. No, no, no. Children, plural, because we're going to hand rods off. Let's put money on this. Yeah. She no, will. No, not money. I think you guys are underestimating money. Not she will. Money. Who has oh, to? Oh, your kid's 11 years old. I know. He's he's his own man. He's tying his Oh, your kid's going to crush shit. Yeah, he's ready to go. My dad would have killed for the mentored youth day if he would have got to take one Chad and I out, or Chad or I and or somebody else to mentor Chad. You know, because we wouldn't, we because because he doesn't like needed, you as much as like yeah, me. we would have needed a fucking mentor at this point. At eleven, I'm like, I don't need a mentor. I'm ready to fucking kill these fish anyway. Yeah, my Jace, Jace, who's a a staple in this podcast for a long time, texted me just this past week. He said like. 20-some days till first day of trout. Like we did when we were 10 years old. We'd call each other, there's 20-some days till first day of trout. You know what I mean? And that's like this to us. And you get to take your kid out there, and we're not fishing. Like, I don't want fish for... And once I start fishing, I'm just going to start fishing just to basically, if I even catch a fish and the kid's around me, I'm just handing the kid these rods and we're catching every fish mm. you know what i mean we're just having fun just for the kids to have the fun i i could give you shit let you know what i mean i just i just want my daughter to go out there and kill him i want i want chris's kid to go out there i want him to catch a hundred yes. you know what i mean and i want your kid to go out there and catch all of the big ones because he's probably going to because he has some experience nolan seems like he's 
just, gosh. When I talked to him, he was just biting. He was ready. He was so ready. I could see it in the kid's face. He was so ready. He wants to catch more than you. That's <laughs> me, all that matters. Me. I don't so, what, so hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I've instilled here. that in him. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not catching fish. We're not going to put money on this, but I think what we do is in the middle of summer, we're going to have a float down my local water. Yes. And the loser of this weekend. Loser or the winner? Well, this is no. We can't. No. We can't. No. No, do, we can't. Do we have a loser? There, we can't determine. Is it the, the parent that has the least fish? Yes. The parent that has the least fish Ooh. will fish all day in a Speedo. That doesn't count. Jay never paid up on his last bet that involved the Speedo. That was a, that was a Super Bowl. And I'll actually. And he what? never did it. So I will, fuck if, that. If it's in the middle of the <laughs> summer, I will pay up then for that first bet. But we can't bet on our kids. Yes, well, we can. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. Why can. not? That's not right. Well, we yeah. could definitely bet yeah. on our kids. Are you doubting your parenting ability? Are you right doubting now? your oh. child? No, 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 no. Are you no, doubting no, your child, no, no, Jason? No, 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 no. Not one Thank bit. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> no, not her. Not one bit. Yes, it sounds for, like you're, sounds no, like you're no, scared, absolutely Jack. no, no, no. For a nine-year-old girl, she's outfished every kid there for the last five or six years, and everybody will attest for that. But your nephew caught a palomino last. So you don't I think she a will again? Last year, wait, wait, you didn't catch fish. I thought you didn't like catch I fish. Like I said, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'll start hooking some fish and handing them off to some kids for the fun of the for the fun of the sport. At the end of the day, I'm just saying, but. Two years ago, I think uh, two years ago, even we watched her catch a giant palomino all by herself. I right there in that same spot. That was two years ago, not last year. I'm just saying last year she got 10 to 15 fish and everybody else is over there with your your uh, your mo- your wife's mom getting donuts. And then my daughter's like, finally, can like, can dad, can I go over there? Because I'm a strict motherfucker. Like, no, you're standing over here and you're catching all these fish until these. And no, your your kids over there. Ten times before mine, always. You know I'm why? Going, I'm going over there, Grandma. You know why? Because I want him to have fun in the outdoors. Sure, I get that, but not if that me. involves donuts with his meme. It involves donuts with no, his meme. My daughter's like finally. Jay, like, what's her I've, name? I've already come got, on, Jay. Riley? No. Oh, hot Pam. I'm saying, if it involves hot donuts with her. Well, yeah, I wanted I wanted donuts with hot ham too, but, but I did. had to I had to grind my kid out to at least ten fish. <laughs> and See, this is how first day of mentor new day goes. My son kept two. No, we had we had the a only two that were kept. We just, no, I think. it's it's how it's many really not like that. You, the kids can keep two. Okay, but the <laughs> only two that were kept. This is so funny. We kept this, and we fucking we. <laughs> Cooked them on the grill and they were so fucking good. And I just left them there for all the everyone to enjoy. And I think I think every kid got to eat some trout. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. I'm I'm bringing two home so Xavier can show his mom and that's fine. We rephrase that he's bringing two home. You can bring I two home. I think no, I think you're allowed to each bring one. Or to kids with brown. I, I think the kids are allowed. You two. can go through the book. It's right here again. Yeah, and I read these I'll last it. week. But yada yada yada. But we're gonna keep two fish, and we're gonna cook them on the grill again. Last year was lemon pepper. This year might be something different. Yeah, Adam said he's bringing a grill. He wants to do all that stuff too, and that should be awesome. Then we're gonna keep four. My next question: Do you guys wanted to, if you wanted to do that, like yeah, I think we're gonna do that. Yeah, so it's it's got it's a good place for it. 
It so really is. One thing is Pennsylvania does not allow you to catch and cook on the side of the river. But this is private property, and you're allowed to do what the hell you want down there. But. But litter. But if you clean the fish in the bed of my pickup truck and keep all the guts and stuff that they don't want in the river, you're allowed to do it. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll put them in a bag. Yeah, we put all the shit in a garbage bag in yeah. the bed of my pickup truck, sure. and it's it's totally fine. And cool. it's private property, so you're pretty much allowed to do whatever you want, but litter. Yeah, don't litter. Don't Littering's litter. an asshole. Yeah. Move. Everything else yeah, is... Agreed. Yeah, agreed. That's why... Other than litter... That's why all the Erie Creeks got it's shut very down. Ni- yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Then It's a nice place that we get to go do this, and we really appreciate it. We don't litter when we're down there. We pick up everything we can, and... You know, never. You know, we My love we love this day. This is like we, I look forward to this day. This as is much the as a, most fun day of the year for me. One of yeah, one of my most fun days. I'm I, I'm looking for. I really am looking. I, for I don't even it's like uh, Chad and I. I don't even like Jay, but I like fishing with him on yeah, this day sure, of the year. Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, not even that. Just just just. I don't even fish. I don't even really fish. I'm just sitting there taking, usually taking fish off hooks. For Chad and my kid, if they're not netting each other's fish. The kids aren't that great with the trout magnets. They're great with the Joe Fly, though. They're good with the Joe Fly, but the trout magnets catch so many more. Well, So I, I like jigging them and hooking them and then handing the rods off to the kids. That's my plan. This is later on off the rocks. This yeah. is later on off the rocks if we can't you but know, we'll at, handle at the fish. At first light at 8 o'clock. Throw those Joe's flies and let those kids fucking rip them. Yeah, it is so much fun, man. It, it's the most fun you can have with your clothes on, with your children around. Awesome. Yeah, I'm bringing my long handled boat. It's net the most. Too. It's the most fun I can have with my mother in law. In in sight. That's Sid, fair. You well, should, Sid, you should bring all your gear and have a. River I'd like to have off. some fun with. I'm sorry. It'd be fun, but no. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a river cook off. River cook off. I can't do it. My kid's too wild. I can't. I can't do anything other than focus on him. <laughs> you should, you know. And um, we don't bring any fly rods. It's all just, you know, ultra lights. And that's that's also a, a falsity. My son has a Reddington minnow that we'll throw jig jigs on and let him jig up some fish. If he wants to do that, he will. I'm not doing that with my kid. We're he, just gonna stroke them. He caught one last year with it. You know what I've le- I've learned and I've liked with my daughter in the last few years is even after first like that day, she can she's getting to the size where she can actually stand in the front of my raft and start casting a gear rod and start casting spinners out of the front of the boat and and you know it can put her on the streams that I like to fish for good fish. Right, you know, and I won't float usually the same areas, because uh, some of the areas can get a little weird, and you know, you don't bounce anybody out of any 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 anything, and if I mess up or don't row right, but you know, she gets to float a lot of the same areas, and she's started to learn those things, and it's it's a lot of fun that way, and cool. it's fun with your kids start getting a little older, and I can see it in your kid's eye. Like I could see it in his eye, Chad. Like he and I don't. I've not got to meet your kid yet, but oh, he's eleven years just old. Just wait. Just wait. And he wrestles, so he already has to have the competitive. Oh yeah. He, he has to have the nature to to want to cut weight and be fucking 
like in it. Oh, you know, he dude, wants animal. to be in yeah. it. Yeah, dude, he's a killer, dude. He had an epic last year, man. He got his first tom. He shot his first deer. I mean, everything I took him out to, for him to get his first. I mean, he just, he good for him. He, he checked every single box last year. I'm completely content. I can't wait to see whatever he keeps going into. Well, this this uh, the mentored youth day will be uh, yeah, a fun he's easy stoked for it. a fun easy uh, you know you know just little let's kick the crap out of I think last year I swear not even us like fifty fifty fish just kids kids oh. caught by themselves seventy I think Nolan caught seventeen or eighteen and Riley caught twenty or twenty three something like that before she had to say. I'm going over there with Pam, and, and you're not holding me over here anymore, Dad. <laughs> and then the rest of the kids, you know, so they caught 70 fish between the kids. Awesome. Yeah, we That's clear the awesome. whole fish, whole, basically. And every every kid gets a fish. Like, every kid gets to catch fish. That's that's the main thing. Everybody there, uh, a guy, we a kid we went to school with, he always he's stops gonna down be there. with his kid. Jay? He's, he's, yeah, my son is on the same little league team as his son. Yeah, this year. so they're going to be there. Good, he's a good dude. He brings his kid down every year, and uh, it's Barris Supply down in Middlesex. Uh, that's his. Well, that's his dad, but you know. Yeah, it's his, his grandson. Kid. It's his kid. Yeah, it's his grandson. Yeah. So we're about grandson. to like have a whole caravan of people. Oh, we're gonna have the whole the whole place will just be. We're us. gonna have a lock. It'll be us. Yeah, it'll nice. be us. Nice. It's gonna be. Like I'm gonna get there at five thirty in the morning, with my son. New York rules. Just get there. We're gonna get there. And we're gonna we're gonna block people out. I'll sh- I'll bring a pallet gun and shoot them. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's some cool. I mean, did I say that a lot? Is something on? <laughs> Turn on the headlamp in the middle of the dark. Keep so walking. we're very. So Jay, somebody stole somebody stole my paper. So Jay, getting off the rails. <laughs> somebody stole my paper. <laughs> I, I see butt stuff. You want to talk about bus? That was not my paper. Um, oh, there they are. Okay, there they are. All right, now we're back on track. Were they literally under one other piece of paper? No, they were under a a magazine <laughs> or a magazine. No, the uh, 2023 Pennsylvania Fishing Summary magazine. So, speaking of that, ending ending the show, would you like me to get off of this and let Mark enter the show to get to end to wrap the show up? No, we're just going to go into uh, all I wanted to talk about after this is the FT3 and Franklin. Yep, F3T, not uh, a lot of new progress. I got some emails sent out this past week lo- asking local and some further away fly shops for some swag for raffles and giveaways. But we're, tickets are on sale. They're on our Facebook page. They're on the F3T website, which is flyfilmtour.com. And just search Franklin, Pennsylvania. Uh, or they're for sale in the Franklin Area Chamber of Commerce if you want uh, physical tickets. You'll start to see signs being put up along our area, at least. Yeah, it's 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 full steam ahead. I know they just started the beer this past week, so it'll be ready for the 22nd. It's going to be awesome. Really a good time. So, too. Chad, are you going to be at the FT3 in Franklin? I'm coming. I have two tickets. Well, there you my go. Wife, my wife is driving me. I'm going to get fucked up like I am right now. And uh, I also donated all the rest of the F, uh, SVS Fishing Podcast uh, t-shirts. Awesome. That, that I have left. Awesome. Perfect. And we're going to have uh, we're gonna have stickers. Uh, SVS will have stickers there. 
I I ordered those this week. Did you? Or, okay, we're gonna talk off offline. Cause, All right, because I was having issues. Oh, I'm sorry about your issues. No, I, I was. <laughs> I, everyone said they're too detailed for us. We can't do it. Oh yeah, uh, Sticker Mule didn't have a a problem. Oh really? Yep. Fuck! I should have done that. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Bam Bam for that uh, that recommendation when we had our tying. Josh night. Meltzer. Josh Meltzer. When we had our tying night. My guy. On uh, on the Zoom, I picked his brain about graphic stuff since that's kind of his his jam. Did that that thing I sent you work out good? Perfectly. Perfect. Yep. Good. Yeah. It's it's gonna be cool. Other than that, do you want do you want to talk a little more about it, or are we going on? I think that's it. Uh, fly fishing film tour, Franklin, Pennsylvania, April twenty second, two to five is the expo. Five to seven thirty is the showing at the Barrow Civic Theater, and then afterwards is an after party at the brewery. That's open to the public too. So if you didn't get tickets and you just want to go to the after party, go to the after party. It'll be a good time. We got the street shut down. There'll be couple vendors mark's gonna be there selling flies mark is super generous with his donations it's, it's gonna be a good time i can't wait i'm gonna be drunk like chad hanging no, out you no you won't you, asshole. you no you're I'll, just a pussy drunk. i'll be walking around with papers in my hands making sure everything runs accordingly <laughs> <laughs> what else would i be doing here i will have a clipboard for you Okay, I'll have a clipboard because this guy's gonna give me one. Director. Uh, and uh, can I have a little? Can I have a little lanyard? Uh, it makes me feel big. We'll get you a staff shirt. It makes me feel mm. a lot bigger than I am. I need a lanyard saying like I'm. I'm like you know like SVS royalty or something. Well, I mean, if, if that's what you or want, or a crown or something. Come yeah. on now, jeez, we, you gotta walk. I gotta walk me around with something. We'll get you a white hard hat. Perfect. Sounds great. We're gonna have a little sticker that says "Ask me about my nose." <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's perfect. Oh, and Mark Burns. Right on my chair. See, yes. He see. This is these are the things we need out of you, Jim. While you're standing there or sitting there at the microphone. No, but that's it. Come to come. It'll be awesome. It should be. Yeah, I cannot wait. I am so pumped. Uh, we. I know. Just in the crowd around me. We're going to have at least, you know, 10, 15 people. So oh, it should least. be fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, just do no, just like, you know, Devin, just my friends. The just, entourage. Just, 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 just friends of just, me. That's just the Jay's go. entourage. No, yeah. I'm just saying just friends that I know that yeah. want to go to see this stuff. Like brother-in-law, my sister, you know, will be there with, you know, because his Mikey wife will be there. Come. Oh, Mikey will be there. Fuck definitely. You. It'll be, Mikey won't come. It'll be a nice night for, you know, your, your wife and you to get out, even if you're going to want to get out, to be at a nice place. Yeah. Hang out. My wife is not going to go. Yeah, mine either. She no, is. Uh, my wife will be there. My wife is coming because she has <laughs> to drive my fucking drunk ass home. My, my wife wants to hang out with his wife. My wife will be eight months pregnant, and the last thing she wants to do is watch everybody have a good time without her. Correct. Mm. Yeah, but that's cool. That's all right. I think that's a segment for a different day. It is. Uh, so that's it. F three T coming to Franklin April twenty second. So uh, we are going to have a. And, I, and we've tried this before on this podcast, and but I hope this one works out, and we're going to really work at this. We're going to have a, a little Q&A session. Um, so we're going to set up an email. Any listeners? If you, I want to hear the dumbest of questions. 
And I want you to be like Chad. Can, can throw this throw this podcast into a whirlwind with your questions, Dustin Hines, uh, Zach Buchanan, any of these real listeners, the guys who are like our guys, our friends. Would you please, please, please? I'm gonna set up uh, next weekend on the podcast. I will have a email set up for you to. M- Email us questions, things that you would like us to talk about, whatever you would like to hear, anything, you can send it here. It will be run through somebody, and we're going to have a segment set up, and it will be a great segment. If you can help us put a great segment together, it would be cool. We would love to hear that. Jason, look at me. Question. Hey, if anyone would like to post questions... On the Facebook uh, group, the SVS Fishing Podcast group, do that, and then they will take your best questions and talk about them on the show. Yo, absolutely. You know what I mean? If that's, that, if that's, that's the easiest way to that, go about it. Yeah, I, do I, don't, that. I don't disagree. And then, and then I've been trying my best to, to gain traction and uh, make, make ways and uh, just make some – Ask questions, you know. Um, it it's fun. It's the best place on the internet that's not that doesn't cost money. Go to the SVS Fishing Podcast uh, Facebook page, right? Yeah, definitely. There we go. Now, if we want to go on rails on anything that we like and want to talk about, let's 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 do it now. I'm square. I oh, I'm not. Uh, thanks for coming, dude. Oh, thank you. No, I'm not square. <laughs> no, thank I mean, you. You were just square two seconds ago. That's all. I just wanted to, to thank Chad for coming by. No, don't thank me. I, I've been sitting in other people's seats tonight. Uh, I I was the asshole that quit the show. You know what I mean? I don't think you're There an was asshole. no asshole about it. Yeah. I, well, that's not true. So um, I want to thank Jim and Chris for uh, for filling in for me because I because I didn't really want to do it anymore because I couldn't make the proper amount of content. So you guys have been doing the Lord's work. Well, thank you. Yeah, definitely. What, dealing with it. Jay? Yeah, that, that's what the Lord's work is. <laughs> it's in the Bible. I read it. <laughs> if you're going to do it, Jay, you're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we started this show out of the love for fly fishing. And... Um, if you listen to the Righteous Brothers, I just lost that love and feeling, man. So I still love talking shit. I love being with my boys. I just uh, fly fishing. Like I said, it's like white women. I had to give up one or the other. And I gave up fly fishing because I love white women. Right on. <laughs> We're glad to have you back. Yeah, yeah and, it was fun. And I will come back whenever you guys ask me to. But I will not be intrusive. I will not be like Ehrlich Bachman and uh, stick my nose in where it doesn't need to be. <laughs> well, you can't get well. You can't get two noses in where we this nose. I was going to say we all looked at you. <laughs> so it's everybody like, turn and look well, at you. Well, the nose, this nose is in this. So yeah, no, we dealt with two noses for a long time. And man, I miss you. I miss you more than anything on the podcast. Um, I know, man. But like I said, whenever you you need help or need uh, content or need someone to just go off the rails with you, 
I'm here. But fly fishing content, I haven't been making it, man. I, I just, I'm not. Well, we're going to get out and we're going to make some. I'm not your dude. Um, but who, uh, who's your, uh, who's your sponsors this evening, Jay? Well, that's Mark's deal. And he's sitting over on the couch right now. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm asking but you. We have Sims Fishing. We have Eric's Hooks. Yeti, built for the wild. Cortland Lines. And who are friends of the show? Friends of the show, we have Ryan Evans of Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis, Down to Earth Wealth Management, Tom Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods. We've got our buddies over at Muskie Fool and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Thank you guys for tuning in. We really appreciate you listening. If you've made it this far, we truly appreciate you listening. Oh, fuck, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>